Why, hello everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. You guys spend the night in town in the Featherfall and wake up the next morning feeling refreshed, if somewhat disturbed from the previous day's events. Well, I think <laughs> I um, I want to make a start pretty early, so I'll get up and then head down to the breakfast room before I start studying. Sure. I take it you memorize a two-read magic spells? Yeah. Alright. Excellent. I'm hoping to speak to Van and Croak before I lock myself away. Sure. So everyone shows up downstairs. Um, you all have a chance to chat. Well, um, I was hoping to do a bit of research today, looking into this, uh, this guy's spellbook. It'd probably take me a few hours, but I won't be up for much combat today. So I don't know if you two maybe want to scope into a boat. Maybe we can find something that leaves tomorrow morning. Maybe this afternoon, perhaps. If you can entertain, uh, if you could entertain yourselves for a day without me having to supervise you, that would be preferable. Of course, it's a strange thing having to track down the spellbooks of other men just to learn new spells. You can't simply petition a greater being to grant your spells to you. True power must be earned, Van. I've told you this before. Favor must be earned as well, my friend. No. I'd rather rely on myself than the will of some being. <clears throat> I suppose if you've accepted that you do not wish to serve a greater purpose. If you'll excuse me, I must be off. I I need to purchase some new arrows. And I, I want you to go find a hunter and buy some flight arrows. Sure. I say to the croak, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just nod sagely in the middle of a mouthful of fried chicken. Like... <laughs> I understand your pain. Uh, read, read well and and uh, quickly, and I'll see about a boat for us. Uh, sure thing. All right, keep an eye on him for me. I'll see you later. Sure. I'll meet you... meet me down here in maybe uh, it's you know a few hours. A All few right. hours. Well, maybe five six hours when the sun starts to set. Sure, sure. I'll meet you back here either in the afternoon or evening sometime. We'll All we'll right. have some fun around town. All right. Alright, so you can buy flight arrows. I believe it's one silver for four. Okay. Uh, yeah. And there is no problem getting them. They, they're they well stocked on flight arrows. Yeah, I imagine sheaf arrows are maybe a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So I have... Croak, did you shoot any during that fight? I did not shoot any arrows. You have the bow back and however many arrows you gave me. So I have seven arrows. I guess, what would be a standard amount? Like, 20? 20 arrows is... Yeah. Pretty normal. Okay. I'll buy 13 arrows then. Okay. Yeah. 20 arrows fits in your quiver perfectly. Alright. Then I. It's just five soldier. Okay. Alright. So while Van's off doing. Uh, <clears throat> while Van's off doing the, the arrow buying and hunting, Croak's gonna find his way to a uh, jeweler. Um. And uh, I guess he's going to find, I don't know, he doesn't know much about jeweling. So he's just going to find the the jeweler district and just pick a shop at random, I guess. Sure. You hop uh, into, you step into a shop. Okay. Um, I, I look for the proprietor and I, and I, I say, uh, uh, hello, uh, I have uh, recently, well... I like try to put my hand on his shoulder and I say, Dia Croak has a problem. A young maiden, 
fair and true has stolen my heart away from me. And, well, I, I need to purchase it back from her. And I know that these women love themselves, nice shiny stones. And I would like to purchase from you uh, something rather special for a, a young lady. Uh, could you please show a poor hunter, peasant boy, the the stuff you've got? Now, I say poor as in poor soul. I, I do fairly well for myself. You see, I am a trader from Shiresbrook. We sell in furs. I have the money, but uh, I see. I need to. I need some help finding the right stone. You see. Well, I could help you with that, most certainly. Uh, do you know what you're looking for? Um, I uh, I show him the one of the gems that I got from the the one of the peridots. Mm-hmm. And I say, something that complements this, uh, I believe, uh, would be in order. He takes the gem, looks at it through the light, pulls out a little magnifying glass, examines it closely, and goes, Well, this is quite the beautiful gem right here. This must certainly be a wonderful lady if you're looking for something to match along with this. Yes, let me see. Hmm. Are you looking for rings or uh, or a necklace, maybe a set of earrings, or a, a bracer, or maybe a vembrace? Uh, what what are you looking? F- what is your I method of wooing? I think that a beautiful necklace to frame her face uh, would be just the the perfect thing. Hmm. If you give me some time, I could embed this in a beautiful necklace for her. How does that mm-hmm. sound? Well, you could do that. I was hoping, you see, I was hoping to give this along to her uh, with some other, some other stones here. Um, could you perhaps make a beautiful necklace out of something else? And I can uh, give her both the stones and a necklace? Of course, of course. My pleasure, he says as he starts to... He uh, bent, squats down behind the counter and fiddles with some things. You hear jingling, maybe keys. Um, mm-hmm. And he sits back there for a moment. Uh, and eventually he pulls out a half-finished necklace made of platinum. And it looks like there's spots for gems to be placed within it, but there aren't any there. And it looks uh-huh. like it's maybe unfinished. And he goes, this is almost done. I think this uh-huh. might be in your price range, he says. Uh, tell me, what is the, the price range on this beautiful piece of work? Oh, a measly thousand gold. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well. One, once finished, of course. It's not quite once done. Once finished. I think I'm looking for something that I can give to her soon um, and not wait on the, the work to be done. Why don't, why don't, we, why don't I say this? Um, I have, I have some... some things made of gold you might wish. Hold on. He squats back down and pulls out um, two different necklaces mm-hmm. uh, and says e- each of these are 300. Mm-hmm. We have 100. We have 150, 
Croak's rich. Croak is very rich. Croak is unreasonably wealthy at this point. I mean, we've gotten in a lot of trouble for him to get so wealthy. I feel like he's earned it. Croak says, uh, God, we've earned it. I'll tell you what. Um, I can pay you. How long, how long would it take for you to take one of these beautiful stones and add it to one of these two necklaces? Hmm, I would have to, uh, a couple of days. Couple of days? Mm. Two that days, maybe? Surely love can wait two days. You will have an eternity to spend together. Two days is really nothing that in is the grand true. scheme that of things. True. Hmm. You know, you could write her a series of letters building to something, so you could take these days to kind of prepare the the proper ceremony, prepare the proper courtship. I'm trying to do math. <laughs> I'm good at it at work, but I'm not good at it right now. I was going to say, if only you're an accountant. You say... <laughs> I, I am an accountant. No, I know. I say, uh, well, I do... I, I am a bit in a hurry. You see, she's not in this town here. Um, I'm, I'm here, and I will be meeting her on my next stop. And I wanted something in hand when I came off the boat, you see. I see. So, I think what I shall do... This is the cash I have on me at the moment. I will... What would you give me? Would you would you be willing to part with one of these for two hundred and fifty gold? How about I will trade one of these for that stone you just had a moment ago? You said you had others like it. Oh, I do, but you see, these stones there for not for me to spend, of course. Oh, I see. Of course, of course. That is a shame. Um, I can't rightly pass with these for 250. It's That's a very large discount. Hmm, for a non-repeat customer. Perhaps for the sake of uh of my love life we could do 275. Well, once you've been once you've been through the love and married the person and been married to them for a few years you'll realize that sometimes love life means not giving people discounts if you want to sleep in your own bed so for the sake of my love life why don't we say 300 all right give me just two seconds here <laughs> One Get your abacus. <laughs> no, I come up just short of 300. What? Yeah. It's like 298. I, I come up at 291. Are you trying to just consolidate wealth? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I want to take these 15, 16 pounds of coins and yeah. turn them into gems. I feel like you might be able to convince him of that. You're like nine gold off. 
<laughs> but I also want gold. I want some coin liquidity that I can spend uh, as well. Right? I'm going to have to buy a bow and shit. Why don't you just tell him that? Yeah, okay. I'll tell him that, uh, well, I don't have that on me. And unfortunately, my boat leaves today. I have 275. Actually, I have 280 gold that I would be willing to pass uh, on to you. Um, I cannot give you these gems uh, to work into something if it's going to take multiple days. Um, can you, if you will pass, if you will, if you will let me pay you the 280 uh, for these necklaces, I would be happy to. If not, could you show me something that you would gladly give me for 280 gold? Uh, I have a, a set of pearl earrings that I can, that are quite nice for 200 gold. Uh, each right. each earring is a, well, each earring is 110, but. Two two twenty gold. They're nice silver. He pulls them out. Uh, they're just silver earrings with a, a pearl in each one. Okay, I'll I'll take the 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 two earrings mm -hmm. worth one hundred and ten each. Mm -hmm. And I'll pay him. Ears? I pay him in like all kinds of coinage. <laughs> he's getting he's getting like all kinds of silver. He's getting some gold too. He gets like a hundred and. He gets like almost 180 gold, but then he gets the well, no, because I want to get rid of the silver. He gets all of my silver, pretty much. Nice. Yeah, he gets all of my silver and some gold coins as well. But yeah. So basically, it's, it's, you you take yeah. off your backpack, empty yeah. the sack yeah. onto the table, coins yeah. like roll everywhere, yeah. and then it's a matter of like shuffling these in around. Yeah, it's it's oh, like an God. hour process of shuffling out silver coins. Okay. <laughs> it's like that guy you went to the. Uh... He went to pay a fine in Australia and paid it all in pennies and just dumped it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Except I'm paying it in quarters. <laughs> okay. So it's just coins everywhere. An hour later or so, you guys have settled on a deal and you've consolidated it. Please add two earrings, pearl earrings, silver pearl earrings, worth 110 GP each to your character sheet. While we're on the topic, Neil, is it six pounds for 100 coins? Uh, I think it's two pounds for 100 coins. I think it's 50 coins to the pound. Fifty coins to the pound is what we were we I decided on last time. Think that's Easy what the player's handbook says. That's what you told me. So, Hundred yeah. coins. That's all I have. Okay, um, Van, what are you doing? You're going down to the docks to find a, a ship. Yeah, if the party isn't like I, I don't think Van's much of a negotiator, but he kind of looks around to see if he can find a good price for passage. Sure, sure. Um... You find a ship that is leaving to Redport in three days. That seems fair. Three days is not too long of a wait. Mm -hmm. how, long, how much is the uh, the payment? Oh, how far are you guys from Redport? It was about a week if we went in canoe. I think it's a couple of days. By yeah, I think by boat it's going to be three days. I think that's what you said, actually. Yeah. Uh, so three days, that's three gold a person to get there. Uh, I shake his hand. I say, that seems like a fair price. Good. We'll save your seats. Come on by. Cool. Uh, you leave at dawn, I assume? Uh, well, when the tide's right, be here at dawn. We might leave a little after. Very well. I will see you then. Excellent. Okay. Um... I want to uh, wait for Croak in the tide. Well, actually, can I... So I, I can use elegant weapons. 
Yes. Since I'm able to use a short bow, would I by extension be able to use a long bow, or should I stick to the short bow? Uh, yes, by extension you could use a long bow. Okay, then I want to wait for Kurok in the tavern, because I want to uh, make an offer. Sure. Um, sure, we can just say I'm in the tavern. We'll, um, we'll, well first, that. hold on, before that, there is something that happens in the tavern. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, damn it. Uh, Malachi, you're down there in the common room, you know, looking through your book or whatever, uh, waiting for some tea or something to be brought to you. When the sheriff walks back in, Kel Deodrin. Can we get a description of, of her? Yes, that is a good idea. Um, Kel Deodrin, she is tall and thin. She's about 5'8", 115 pounds. Uh, she's in her mid-30s. She wears, I believe it is chainmail. Where's my description of her? Mm-hmm. She's wearing a, a chainmail shirt with a long sword at her side and a medium shield over her back. All right, we've met her before, right? You have. Okay. She was the one who hauled away Reggie. So uh, I think I, you know, I put down my um, my book and I lean back in my chair and look up at her as she walks in. She walks in, looks around, finds you, and walks right up to you and says, "You're that." Sorcerer from yesterday. Take my pipe out of my mouth. Yes, I believe I am. It's good to see you again. Yes, yes, she says in her shrill voice. We have questioned Reggie and found uh, there are, he has some trading partners nearby. We are oh, really? undermanned at the current moment. I don't know if you've heard, but the bastards of the firewood have been causing all sorts of problems in town. Uh, last month, two months ago, they attacked in mass while our troops were out looking for them. They sacked three keeps out in the closer to the the Golden Sea. And months before that, they actually came in and uh, attacked the keep here, slaying our knights and half our men-at-arms. We are in a bit of a pickle, which is why I was hoping you and your friends would be interested in doing a little mercenary work for us. Following up on Reggie and his band of miscreants. Hmm... Yes, I lean back in my chair, take a puff on my pipe, and say, if these bastards of the firewood were able to sack three keeps and murder all your knights and soldiers, how is it exactly that you think me and my two friends will be able to bring them to justice? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I want you to find out... We have other plans for you. Uh, Reggie has, and his men, uh, have been met uh, meeting a their dealer, their their trading partner, in a, the woods to the east, near Rock Ridge. That's not the one with the spiders, right? I don't know. I haven't been there. Hmm. He says they've met... They, they meet their trading partner in the ruined temple of an abandoned town. Or the abandoned temple in a ruined town. Would you uh, perhaps mind if I spoke to Reggie myself? 
uh, Reggie is not currently available to the public. He is in the dungeons. I, I understand that. I'd be happy to visit him in the dungeon, if that's all right by you. I'm, I promise I won't take him anywhere. I'd just like to hear it from the horse's mouth if I'm going to go trekking off into the woods. If I'm going to convince my, my friends, I'm going to need all the details. She pauses and thinks long and hard while you roll a charisma check. Okay. Well, that's probably a 10 or a 9. Just check. Oh, that's a 10. Oh, yeah. Every one of your stats is like as average as it gets, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's a fail. No. No. Reggie is not for the viewing public right now. Hmm. But whoever his buyers are are equally guilty as Reggie and his associates. They well, chew. Reggie and his friends, I also agree with you, they are fiendish men, indeed. I don't know if you've had a chance to look down in that uh, that cellar of theirs, but it was barbaric work. Most barbaric. Yes. That's well, why their trading partners need to be brought to justice. I don't disagree with you. Did Reggie indicate how many of them were there in this abandoned temple? He said he met them there, and they usually come in a group of three. The same three? It seems to be the same one with a pair of bodyguards. If it's the same bodyguards, that implies there is only three of them. If it's two different bodyguards every time. This is why I wanted to speak to Reggie myself. Maybe you could clear that up with him. Hmm. I will go seek answers. I'll be here. Anything else you need to know? I I'll wait for your turn. You can leave. She gives you a cold, hard look when you dismiss her like that. Um, and back. whirls around on her foot and marches out. Jingling. Yeah, yeah. Balls on this guy. Just like, yeah, you can leave. <laughs> I open my book back up. Okay. All right. Eventually, Van and Croak reappear. Ah, gentlemen, please take a seat. I don't mind if I do. <clears throat> Offer them the pipe. I'll take a drag of your pipe. Absolutely. No. None for me. Pipe weed has been known to addle the mind. Of course, yes. The, uh, that sheriff lady, Caldadrin, she popped by earlier. To see me, actually. Well, oh, to see us. Having a little special lady time with the sheriff? No, not, not quite like that. She said that they'd been, uh, interrogating our good friend Reginald. Re Re Reginald? You mean Reggie? Yes. Reg Reggie, what yes. Does, what does Reggie have to say? Well, apparently he's told the sheriff that he has a few trading partners out to the east in the forest in an abandoned uh, ruined temple. The sheriff would like us to investigate, bring them to justice in a similar manner as we did to Silfrey and his uh, dog. Hmm. I thought it could uh, keep our interest for a while. Well, you know, I'm not much of an ethical... I don't hold morality too high on my list of priorities, but those children's feet... These are particularly bad men. I would agree. I went down to the docks earlier. Uh, I secured us passage on a ship for a mere three gold ahead. Hmm. It will not be leaving for three days, however, so we would have time to do this, assuming the town is close by. Sounds, uh, sounds reasonable. 
It's better than sitting here all day. I've grown tired of looking at this bartender already. I think you uh, need to understand this could be particularly tricky. Um, you see, we got quite a jump on him last time, thanks to Reginald. And uh, there was a, a wizard and a quite strong mercenary with him. I, I think you can expect that these trading partners are going to be equally or perhaps even more dangerous. Uh, if we're to do this, and I agree with you, these child murdering sons of bitches need to feel the might of Croak's justice, but uh, we need to have a solid plan of how we're going to approach this and make sure that uh, we get the upper hand on them and end it quickly. I don't disagree. Uh, Kel Daedron... She didn't have all of the details. I asked if we could speak to Reggie ourselves, but she denied. Um, Allow me to ask for myself. I, I understand that you're quite a well-to-do person, but perhaps a cleric would have slightly more influence in this matter. I don't, yes. I don't uh, Rhea, is there a chance you could convince her to lend us some extra men in this uh, situation? Uh, it seems that if they're only meeting three of them, perhaps that uh, a couple extra swords might tip the scales in our favor. She indicated that she was coming to us because her forces were engaged in other activities. I believe we are unlikely to get the sheriff to lend us arms, but it wouldn't hurt to ask. We could always look into hiring a mercenary of our own. I'm sure there's a mercenary willing to go on the travel. In this town, Perhaps there's some uh, particularly uh, angry halflings that might do this for free. That's not a bad idea, Croak. You could use that silver tongue of yours, whip them up into a frenzy. Yes. I still think we should look into hiring a permanent mercenary to join our group after the untimely demise of Corny. I, I don't want to hire somebody to travel on with us. Uh, it seems a bit uncouth to replace a friend with a hired sword. I don't seek to replace a friend. I simply wish to help buffer our party. I want to put an NPC between me and Danger. <laughs> perhaps, Van, um, when we get to Redport, my father's crew is there. Perhaps one of one of them may wish to travel with us. That seems like a fair arrangement. Uh, in the meantime, Croak, I was wondering if you wanted to discuss an offer. You, I, I assume you... Has he mentioned that he wanted us to... Or that he wanted to get a short bow? Uh, Sure. That could be have mentioned in passing. Yeah, I, I have the short bow on me, and personally, I feel I'd be best fitted for a slightly larger bow, a bow of war, a long bow. But these are rather expensive, and I'm not sure if I could afford one myself. If you could help me purchase one, I'd be more than happy to give my long bow to you, or give my short bow to you. Um, I see. Um, well. Well, let's uh, let's go have a chat with a with a longbow man. I, I guess uh, I I am more than willing to help a friend out. Uh, let's uh, let's make it happen, Captain. Sure. Uh, in the meantime, we should probably we might want to wait for the Kel to come back. I believe we'd most likely find a longbow from their armory. I'm not sure if civilians would be carrying them around. You should probably stay. I think she's going to come back here, Van. If you wish to speak to her, it's probably best you stay here for now. Alright, then I guess we wait? Sure, she'll show back up in a little bit. Is there anything else that you guys would like to do before she arrives? Are we are we going to roll 
about me learning the spell, Neil? Or is that all done ah, at the end um, of the time? So you will... It takes uh, D10 days per yep. spell level to learn a spell. And so after... I will make a roll in secret, and then I'll tell you after you study how many days you get it. And if you get to 10, and or if you fail to learn the spell, you'll just reach 10 days, and it'll be like, I can't I can't make heads or tails of this. I give up. So I won't know I failed the roll until... Until 10 days have passed. Yeah. Okay. So I don't make the roll yet. Yeah. Is it? It's D10, so like he could fail it on the first day if you roll. Well, right. So I I will roll his success or failure in secret, and then I will roll the number of days it takes, and then I'll say you've been studying, and you know, if you fail, then you'll just end up studying for ten days, and then it doesn't work. Or you could end up studying for ten days and get it if you rolled a ten on the number of days it takes. Can I take a break? So can I say like I've got I've got read magic today. I'm doing some studying today, but tomorrow if we're going to go adventuring, um, you can take. You could spend like four hours a day doing other things. I mean, um, I though, think... particularly like, let's say I don't want to learn read magic one day. Can I know I you only delay? need you only need read magic once. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, once you've had it once, you don't need it again. Um, but I'm you do need to keep the the studying should be continual. You can take like five hour breaks, but you should spend the other eight hours a day study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's eight fine. hours of day studying, and the rest of your time you're free to do as you please. Okay. Well, so yeah, I guess I don't have anything else I want to do until before she comes back. Okay. Uh, an hour later, not even an hour later, half hour later, she comes back and says, uh, it appears the bodyguards with this man are very, they're not always the same. It is, should be noted, though, that he is a particularly large and brutish man, un- naturally large. He may have some ogre or giant blood in him. Well, at least he's not a wizard. This is true. Uh, I he understand could very that... well have a wizard with him. Yes, I, I understand that you were not willing to allow uh, my friend here to speak to Region and his self, but uh, I am a cleric. I'm a cleric of the goddess Chis. I think you would understand that I seek to service the tenants of good. And I was the one who turned Reggie into you myself. Would I? Would you be willing to allow me to speak with him? I'm Some sorry. Times here are not very good. We are not allowing anyone into the keep or into the dungeons until the bastards of the firewood have been dispatched. Very well. That seems like a fair offer. Uh, on another note, would you happen to be willing to sell us, in exchange for some gold, a longbow? I, I'm not sure if anyone besides you know, the town guard would carry them around. I'm not sure of any civilians who would carry them. My men along. carry crossbows. They are not trained archers. Do you know anyone who would carry one in town? Any civilians? Somebody who might craft them and sell them? She ponders. I believe there are some hunters in town that may have them. Surely there is a Fletcher that could build one for you. Thank you. I, uh... I appreciate your time. Hmm. And I, I guess I just kind of get the details of exactly where we have to go again. Um, the, so if you look at the map, the forest in question is over here. Okay. Um, and so she that's... describes the place. It's supposed to be an abandoned village just inside the forest, maybe a, a half mile, um, you know, a little bit away from the ocean, like within sight of the ocean. So near the coast half mile in the forest. 
So if our canoes are still there, we could go along the coast to get there. How long would that take us? Hmm. If you Even go along the coast in your canoes, you could get there in... You could make it there in, I want to say, four hours. Okay, you could spend that time studying as well. Croak and I could do the rowing and you could study your book while in the canoe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I guess that's doable. It's a little bit further away than the last one, but yeah. I mean, four hours is pretty manageable. And we, we don't have any indication of where it is in the forest, though, do we? Half mile in uh, within eyesight of the coast. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I, that should be doable, because we could see the tree line from the coast, just bring our ships up, and then... Well, I would prefer if we leave on the morrow. Ooh. I've spent my magic today studying. I understand. Uh, the ship to Redport doesn't leave for three days. We have time. Croak, is that reasonable to you? I, the morning works for me. Uh, my, my dear, you, you said that uh, times are hard here, and I understand that, but is there any chance that you could lend us a, a strong back and arm to, to help us uh, in uh, bringing these awful men to justice? You are the men I've gone to to accomplish this. If you cannot do it on your own, I will find someone else. I see. I see how it is. Alrighty then. It, it, no harm in asking. Neil, has there been anyone particularly um, well-equipped, looks like a fighter, in and out of the tavern today? While well, I've been sitting down here in the uh, in the room. Um, so you've been sitting in the inn. You haven't seen any fighters coming in or out of the inn. The tavern is separate. So okay. you fight, people would usually socialize in a tavern. You've been hanging out in the... So if I finish my uh, research for the day, I close the book, you know, mm -hmm. say... Um, well, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. Perhaps we could find someone to accompany us. We'll have to do it outside of Keldeodrin's. Out of our own pocket, though, I think. Maybe, Maybe we should head to the tavern. Can reward with her? Payment for our services? She's... I'm sure we... Oh, yeah, she's gone by now, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be handsomely rewarded. I mm. would hope we receive something. Uh... If not, yeah. I'm sure that we can pay out of pocket for a small expense. I don't think anybody would be expecting payment in the hundreds in these times. Yeah, why don't we head to the tavern and see if we can pick anyone out. Just scope it out. If it's a few gold, we can chip in each. Might be worth it. Yeah, I, I don't want to spend too long, however. I, I would like to speak to that hunter before we leave tomorrow. I, yes, I want well. to see about having a longbow crafted. Well, um, I'm going to head to the tavern now. Why don't you go and speak to your hunter? Croak, you wish to accompany me? Sure thing, I will. Or wait, no, I have to go with Van, it seems. Uh, he's going to ask me to help pay for a bow. Very well. Well, meet me in there later then, Pops. Yes, you pray, uh, I will, I'll make a, a, a point of it. Okay, so I uh, close my book, head back up to the room. Mm -hmm. um, put it up there. Oh, well, I guess I'll leave, put it on my backpack since the door doesn't lock. And then um, take it with me. Go up to the barkeep. Do I have to settle my tab? I mean, I've been drinking in here all day. Sitting in here all day. Um, or is it included? No. Uh, you'll just... You can pay later. You can pay now sure. or later. It doesn't matter. It's a silver for today. the day's food and drink. Say, uh, innkeeper, I'm going to head to the tavern to socialize a tad. 
I shall be back this evening, though, if you would keep my room for me. And your friend's rooms? Yes, I think so. Excellent. Good day. Okay. Um, so there are I, two um... taverns in town, in the human-sized section of town. Mm. Um, there's Jacob's Pub and Sloppy Alehouse. The Sloppy Alehouse. I go and look at both of them and see the kind of people hanging around outside both. Um, neither of them are particularly fancy sorts of establishments. Uh, Jacob's Pub seems to have more normal folk. Uh, the Sloppy Alehouse is a little bit more rowdy, but you do see... In the sloppy alehouse, there are a couple of armed people standing about. Yeah, so I think I'll uh, I'll head into there then. Okay. Can I uh, find a table in a corner? Sure. So I sit in the table in the corner, and I pull my hood up over, and I sit back in the chair and just kind of watch the room with a drink. Sure. Someone comes over and takes an order. Uh, and so it looks like there are two warrior types in here. One of them is wearing studded leather armor with a short sword and a spear. I should be writing this down. Okay. Um, uh, studded leather armor with a short sword and a spear uh, and a shield. Ooh, that is not the right button. Uh, the other one wears chainmail with a steel short sword. Oh shit! Mm -hmm. um, no shield, no nothing else. Can I um sort of catch one of the catch the guy with the um the steel sword? Catch his eye. And yeah. Motion for him to come over to the table. Eventually, you catch his eye. They both come over to the table. They were talking with one another. Okay. Take a seat, gentlemen. I've got my hood up, right, and I've got my staff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not lit, but I'm trying to look mysterious. Sure. The one with the steel short sword sits down first. The other guy follows, and he says in kind of a husky voice, What are you doing hiding in this corner? Just trying to take stock of the folk in here. I'm looking for uh, somebody who's good with a sword. Is that you? Yeah. You don't think I carry steel around for nothing? Hmm, yes, yeah, rare. Very. May I ask where you got it? Nope. Fair enough, a man's business is his own. I don't like to uh, tread where I'm not wanted. So, say, are you open for work? Perhaps your friend as well? Can you afford it? Well... Perhaps, I think so. There's a lot of people looking for work these days. Not a lot of work going around. And that's why I came to the best. Mm. You are the best, right? Best around. That's what I thought. That's what I'd heard. You heard of me? Well, I wouldn't like to divulge all my secrets. Mm. A man with a sword like that, though, doesn't go unnoticed. He nods. So, what are, what are you looking for? Well, take a trip with me out to the woods for a day, a couple of my friends. Maybe we run into some uh, some bandits, some trouble on the road. You help us out with that. We should be back in Anvil the next day, one night in the woods, at very most. What's the business? Well, let's talk price first. Let's say that there might be some, there's a few men, 
that might need, shall we say, um, silencing. Mm -hmm. Evil men, though. I, uh, I can tell you're a man of high ethical standards. I don't care who it is. Well, rest assured, then, these men, they've got it coming. Every man has it coming eventually. It's just a matter of time. Hmm, a philosopher. <laughs> so, let's put a let's put a price on the table. What do you say? You want the best? The best costs the most. I'm ten gold a day. Ten gold? And your friends? Does he come with you for the ten? The other guy speaks up and goes, Hey, hey, wait a minute, don't don't dismiss me like that. I'm right here. We so, just met sorry, earlier. Man. Never. Okay, well, look. I mean, 10 gold, that's a lot of money. I think we both know that I could get I could get five guys to come out with me into the woods for 10 gold. Now, I understand the amount of your caliber. You've got to, I've got to pay a little bit more for something like that. But let's say... Let's say 12 gold for the both of you for a day. One night in the woods, we'll be back here. Anything we find out there? Any treasure that's mine? You get your 12 gold. Everyone's happy? Fine with me, says the, the guy with the steel sword. The other one nods, but says, I'm, I'm, just to be clear, I'm not with him. You don't, you make separate deals with both of us. Really, I, I just met this guy. Well, why don't you discuss it with each other? You can work out the split between yourselves. You look like amicable gentlemen. Uh, oh, he kind of folds and gives. Yes. Um, well, uh, I'll be staying at the Featherfall. Why don't you meet me there tomorrow morning after breakfast? Can I take your names? Yes. The man with the spear, short sword, stud leather, and shield is named Reuben. Yep. And the other man's name is Clifford. Clifford. Well, Clifford, Reuben, I'll see you on the morrow. Okay. Uh, Try not to get too drunk. <laughs> you depart. Yeah, my head back to the Featherfall. Okay. Um, rest of the party, you guys are going looking for a person to buy bows from? Yeah, I want to get a longbow. Sure. So you can find a Fletcher, and he can build you a longbow, but the process takes a week. A week. And uh, let me I see say. if he has one on hand, though. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any on hand? A, we a week would be too long for us to wait. We leave town in three days. No. So you, you ask around, and it doesn't appear that anyone has a longbow on hand that they are willing to part with at market price. Um, one guy does have a longbow, but he makes it clear that he, you know, this is his bow, and yeah. if he's going to sell it, he's going to sell it at double market value. Okay. Uh, I think we can just wait. I, I said to crew, I, I suppose we could wait until we get to Redport. I see no sense in a... Well, I would like to get myself a, a bow right now if I could. I'm you a little use bit... it during our fight tomorrow. I have no real intention to use it during then. Okay. Then, you... then I will gladly use your bow then. If you would be willing to spare me your darts in case I need to throw a weapon. I have two of them. That will be fine. I don't intend to be a... Uh, I don't intend oh, to be a... Oh, you know what? Person. We should stop by a poor little redsmith. I can get you three more. That'd be fantastic. Yes. Uh, I go collect the three darts that were um, 
commission. Sure, it's th six silver for each one. You went up a, a silver, but that's all right. Eight I did go up days. a silver. Um, I ended up working out the economy of the world a little bit better, and without a weapon right. in town. Yeah, I give him eighteen silver, and I hand I hand five darts to Van. Okay, I will. Yeah, I give him my bow for now. Then. Cool. I also still have that spear, by the way. That I can. Seven hear. arrows. Um, uh, Twenty well, arrows. Twenty. Beautiful. Alright, uh, Van, do make sure to remove the bow and arrows from your character sheet and yeah. croak, add them to yours. Including uh, a quiver. Yeah, the yeah. quiver is in there. Yeah. Cool. It's three pounds for the bow, and then the quiver with the arrows is four, so seven pounds total between them. Okay. Uh, what? Five darts in weight? Sorry. Uh, each one weighs a half pound. Okay, so it's going to be about two and a half. Are my gems and jewelry negligible weight? Um, uh, put a pound down for gems and jewelry. Okay. Because that is six gems, and the earrings don't weigh much, but the gems don't weigh much, so yeah. Pound Neil, together. is there any in-game advantage for a steel sword or not? Iron sword? Yes. Um, steel or iron weapons against bronze armor... Uh, reduce the effective armor of by one. Nice. So it's uh, plus one against bronze armor. Okay. Plus one against yeah. bronze. Uh, similarly, a steel armor is a plus one against bronze weapons. That's pretty cool. I like that system. How much do uh, iron or steel weapons cost? They are five times market value, right? That's it. So that sword would be worth what, like forty gold or something? I think it's like uh, seventy-five because I think a long sword is it's a uh, short. There was a short sword, right? Short swords are I want to say ten gold, no twenty gold. Okay, so, so it's hundred gold. Yeah. Well, if yeah, he dies, no, they're ten gold each. So it's fifty gold sword he's got on his belt. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I head back to the Featherfall to await the return of Van and Krug. Okay. I uh, we knew he was going mercenary recruiting, right? Yes. We're, we're with that. Yeah. So how did the uh, how did the recruiting go? Quite well, in fact. I uh, picked up a couple of uh, warriors. One of them even had a, an iron sword. Would you believe? Really? Yes. Uh, I think I got quite a good deal. I managed to get both of them. Meet us here tomorrow morning. Head out into the woods with us one night for twelve gold. Hmm. Four good. gold each. Chip in. I'm sure that. The sheriff will pay us at least that, if not more. Who knows what treasure we'll find out in the woods as well. I can I can part with four gold for a, a man with a strong arm and a, a trusty sword. Yes. I do have a, a, a thought here. Uh, how, uh, how do I put this? This tent uh, on my back is getting quite heavy and hard to haul around. Could one of you perhaps hold our, our tent for me? Does it just fold uh, up nicely, or is it is it really awkward? To it's carry? like a it's like a. Have you ever gone camping, right? Yeah. Like you have that like tent that you can roll up on your back. That's what I'm assuming it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, how I much does it weigh? I'm pretty close. Ten pounds. Ten. I can carry it uh, without being encumbered. But will Malachi carry it? Yeah, I feel like it's going to look stupid and be uncomfortable. <laughs> I. Bro. I think I can carry it. Oh no, I cannot carry it without being encumbered. Krog, have you got anything else that perhaps um, I could carry for you? I have a hooded lantern and some oil and some climbing pythons, but I kind of want to hold on to those. 
Um, let's see. It's important we have I the have tent. About fifty foot of hemp and rope that you could carry. Tell you what, I can I can carry that for you. Alrighty, excellent. I hand you fifty foot of hemp and rope. All right, how much is that way? Twenty pounds. Oh no, I can't carry that. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe we could cut it in half. This is quite heavy, actually. It is quite heavy. This is why me and the tent are having issues, is I'm carrying around a lot of stuff. Perhaps we should invest in some higher quality rope in the near future. I'd, perhaps. That would that would be good. All right, what I'm going to do then is I'm just going to leave my tent. Well, I can't do that because we don't have rooms. No, Can no. I, are there locks on these rooms? Hold on, hold on. Then. We, are, we are going to be going by canoe tomorrow, right? Yeah. Surely you could just leave the tent in the canoe. I do not to wish to be... Um, as encumbered as I am, it's. I think it's going to be a quite a drag on my ability to perform. I mean, uh, you could leave the tent in the canoe once we bring it up to shore. You won't when we disembark. Oh, I see what you're saying now. Well, yes, I think that's a solid plan. I will do this on the morrow. Yes, I think that's probably for the best. Malachi, I have a um a question for you. Please. Uh, I I have been gaining experience lately and. Chiefs has seen it fit to bequeath me some new powers. Hmm. Uh, one one particular power I have, I can I can reform your skin to be as tough as bark, make you much more hardy and harder ah. to injure from your enemies. However, I'm wondering, do you believe it's? I, I can only carry so much power with me at any time. Do you believe it's worth? What is the duration see? of this spell? Would last for a number of minutes. Uh, I believe roughly five, six. Mm. Out of out of uh, character, how much AC does Box can give you, or does it give you temporary HP? Uh, it's AC six plus one for every four. Low, so you'd be at AC six. So you get plus four. So it's like the wizard spell armor, yeah. except short duration. Well, I I seem to uh, remember that you clerics can pick and choose your spells. Oh no, you have. Do you, would you learn a spell in the morning in the same way I would? Mm -hmm. I must pray for my spells, but I, I have a, I have a vast selection, which is why I ask. Do you believe it's, uh, it's worth my taking, or do you believe it'd be better suited for something else? If you're asking me, is my life worth saving? Then I believe the answer is yes. Yeah, if you believe you'll be put in any imminent danger, we do have another two bodies. You said, to help us with our fight. Do you believe? I'd like. I'd like to think that I shall avoid uh, the direct line of fire, shall we say, but one can never be certain. Perhaps that uh, spell that you cast on the beach back there may be more uh, appropriate if I was to be attacked. I was thinking, we don't know what we're walking into, including a uh, a potential half-ogre? Some sort of great beast we might be fighting. I could bring a spell that would allow me to somewhat glimpse into the future see the potential ramifications of our actions. I feel that might be better suited. If you could ask your gods to see into the future, Van, then I believe that would be uh, quite useful. Yes, it might not be the most... It's hard to know what it will say. If it's... Danger will not necessarily tell us to run, but if it's, if it's surely to result in our demise, then it may tell us to leave while we're ahead. I certainly suspect we shall be walking into danger. Yes, it it might simply help us gauge the degree of what we're walking into. Well, I th I have faith in Croak's scouting abilities. I'm sure he will be able to get the uh, information we require in order to fully assess the situation. 
Failing that, one of the uh, the two men that I've employed could be sent for recon. That seems fair. I do not know how to tell you how to store your power, Van. Maybe if I had more experience with your spells, I would be able to advise more properly. Only you can make this decision. I understand. I was simply wondering if you were interested in my my spell of... I believe it is called a bark skin by the other clerics, but... I am certainly interested. I will. If you think you can uh, spare the magic, then certainly. However, sometimes offense can be the best defense. I agree. I will look for something more practical. Right, well, uh, do either of you have any more business to attend to this evening? I was thinking that I might have a few drinks now that my work is done for the day. I would be happy to join you. Very well. Sure. Nope, uh... I know what I'm taking. So as you guys are, are finishing up, the two men come back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Reuben and Clifford arrive uh, together. And Clifford says in his husky voice, We'll take your deal. We leave tomorrow? Ah, Clifford. It's good to see you again. I was thinking I wouldn't see you until the morning. Yes. Mm. That's fantastic. We leave in the morning. Meet us here. Fantastic. We'll see you at dawn. And you, I'll expect payment up front. Ah, uh, well, let's... I, I kind of... I speak over Malachi and I say, that will be fine. Hang on. Let's, uh... I'll, I'll give you half up front. Half when we return. If one of you dies, then you get all the payment for yourself. If you die, I'll take everything off of you. If I die, then I'm, it doesn't matter to me. Don't I'll show you that that won't be happening. He spits in his hand and sticks it out to shake yours. Croak? I intercept <laughs> <I intercede. laughs> Sure. I spit in my hand and have a big sloppy handshake. Alright, there's sloppy Grab handshakes. Friends, welcome aboard. There's sloppy handshakes. Tell me, do you have a big red dog? You know, the last man that made that joke ended up without his dick. <laughs> Interesting. I will. I will bear that in mind. Not so philosophical this evening, Clifford. Hmm. Very well. I prefer you to be uh, strong of arm than strong of head. <laughs> My sword has a point. Yes. A sharp one. I hope. Uh, Reuben, in the shadow of Clifford, goes. Yeah, it's, it's fine with me too, guys. Don't don't worry about it. Hey, can I buy you two gentlemen a drink? I was uh, going to start relaxing for the evening. Sure. Is there anything you want to roleplay with these guys, or are you just going to socialize and we'll call socialize it? Socialize and Yeah, okay, nothing cool. in particular. I think man wants to try and judge their character a little bit. Not necessarily like whether they're good or evil, but just kind of like, like the kind of stuff, like what kind of person they are, what are their interests. Okay. Sure. So... Reuben kind of hogs the... Not Reuben. Clifford clearly hogs the attention. He's loud. He's boisterous. He says things of, you know, (laughs) uh, attention-attracting things. Reuben is kind of stuck to the shadows and keeps a little quiet. And you get the feeling that he wants to be a bigger presence, but he's clearly outclassed by this person. So he's just going to shut up and sit in the back and listen. I Uh, try and engage the intelligence of both of them. 
does mm. like is Ruben more intelligent but quiet, or is Clifford just the more impressive man all around? Tell me, Clifford, how would you calculate the circumference of a circle? <laughs> I just engage I in, in discussion. Beat in that man to a bloody pulp until he told me. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, you are just the kind of man I was hoping to find. Yeah. So Clifford oh. appears to be a very brutish man without scruples about anything. He'll take any job, he'll go where, anywhere, do anything. He wants his money and he doesn't give a shit about anything else. Um, Ruben appears to be, he's much younger. He's kind of, it looks like he's new to the world of uh, mercenary work. And he bumped into Clifford and now is kind of stuck with him. He's like his henchman now. Something like that. Yeah. Everyone's got to start somewhere, Ruben. But does he seem intelligent? Uh, so I, the way I try and gauge this is I speak to them each one individually and slowly ramp up the uh, sort of the high brownness of the conversation topic until what you know they get bored and say you know stop talking all this nonsense to me are so you gauging with... their intelligence or how posh they are no they're uh they're intelligence by high brow i meant you know like I i'm trying to imagine what it would be like today if you were to do that in real life you know you'd start maybe talking about like economics or stuff like that and if people haven't got an opinion or they don't want to engage in the conversation right to say um, so Ruben appears to actually be pretty bright, um, a lot smarter than you would have thought, just, you know, running into a random soldier somewhere. Uh, Clifford's not super bright. He, you know, he sticks to his sword and that's what he's got going for him. I try and impress Ruben through the night, not like make a special effort to impress him as much as try and convey myself as intelligent and wise to him and make him try and like me. Give me a charisma check for your attempts to make him like you. Pass. Pass. All right. I pose to his wisdom check. Um, yeah, you successfully... He seems taken with you. Okay, good. I think Van kind of knows that Clifford... Ha like, he's got that... He has that confidence, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like Ruben is kind of in a shadow there, so I feel Van tries to pep up Ruben a little bit kind of, you know, give them that talk of, like, you know, everybody has the humblest of beginnings, and it's only through facing adversity that they can grow as a person. Yeah. These things are difficult to do um, when you have Clifford, who clearly just eats up the spotlight whenever possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it doesn't... It's it's difficult to, to manage, but you, you guys have a pleasant enough evening between the three of you. Uh, five of you. Nice. Okay. Um, and why don't we take our second break... And you guys go on to the next day on the other side of our break. Yep. See you guys in about five minutes. Bye-bye. Bye. Why, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. Let's let's have this discussion in-game. <laughs> so maybe we're talking after the other two have left. Mm-hmm. And Croak says... Oh, I don't say shit unless you guys are really saying, like, hey, I want to bring them along. Let's... Let's keep them forever. So I think maybe me and Vana are having a conversation. I, okay. I say, Go on. I think if these two perform well and they show that they can be staunch allies to us, we should consider bringing them along. Let's if see they, how they, they perform. Yes. I, I would not want to bring dead weights along with us. That would be a waste of our time and money. Even if they are quite handy fighters... Do we really want to be paying people every day to come along with us? How much fighting do you we really would, think no, no, no. we want to be doing? Of, of course we would have to renegotiate. 
our uh, our payments if we were to bring them along permanently. They would take a cut of profits or something. We would not pay them on a daily basis if they were permanent members of this. Uh, Is that wise? Do we need someone to follow us around Redport while we're investigating? I, I feel as if that uh, these men are very useful now, but in the next time that we need a fight, we'll find some more useful men to hire along then. But it seems a quite unnecessary expense to be even at a monthly stop end bringing these people along. I, I tend to agree see, with Croak. I can see how you two would think that, not being the ones who have to run up into the middle of a fight and tank all the blows. <laughs> but... Well, that if they kill you, they'll be killing me shortly after, so... That is true. I I think that we would have good use of more frontliners to aid me in combat. And I think that there is some value to be gained in a long-term companion. That helps build some loyalty rather than just mercenaries you paid some money. Let's uh, leave it on, on the table for now, Croak. Let's have I, this discussion again. To, exactly. I don't, I don't want to commit to it now. I want to see how they perform. I want to see what we think of them. With any luck, if we can impress them enough, perhaps one or two of them may want to stick around. For a much more lucrative deal on our side. Exactly. I don't. I don't understand why we're giving them lucrative deals. I, well, it, the trade-off, Croak, is that we do not share any of our gains with them. Right, right. I, I, I see. I, look, look, look. I understand. I get it. Having other people to help us fight is a good thing, but how much fighting are you expecting us to do? Like, I understand that we're going into a situation now where we need to do some fighting, and as a, as part of that deal, we got some nice strong men to help us fight. But do you not after we do this, we're going to be sailing on a ship going to a new town. Are we really going to be fighting in Redport? Have you been paying attention these last this last week, Craig? Less than a week ago, when we massacred an entire island of hobgoblins, or shortly what? after that. Are you planning on look, look? The hobgoblin massacre was <laughs> on like no plan of ours. We were shipwrecked, and then we found some hobgoblins, and unfortunately had to kill all of them. This but, is the point. The difference between a man that you pay for a certain job and a man that you keep around full time—it's an insurance policy. You find yourself stranded on an island with hobgoblins. And this man that you've been paying. And potentially disloyal insurance policies, all I'm saying. I, I do not want to commit to anything yet. I think that this conversation is a bit premature. Let's yes. See what we think of them after tomorrow. We haven't discussed a price, Croak, so it's hard to say how expensive it would be. Yes. Let's, let's wait until after tomorrow before we discuss what we, uh, what we will do. With any luck, the, uh, the big one will die. We can sell his sword, and then we can pay for a mercenary for the whole year. Yes, I I quite like that Ruben fellow. He was, he seemed quite humble. Granted, that might have just been in comparison to Clifford. He was certainly not humble. However, I admire a man that knows his own qualities and sticks to them. Yes. Anyways, I think that is enough of this conversation. We can revisit it later when we have more information to go by. Will you be... Uh... Leaving for the evening, Van. It might be the best. I should get. I should be well rested before a fight, especially if I'm planning to relearn some spells. Yes, cool. I think I'll follow you up soon. All right, so we can just skip to the next day, unless there's anything you guys want to talk about in particular. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I think maybe just before I leave, I want to say something to Croak. I'm not sure what I want to say, but when Van leaves, I think maybe I say. Look, Croak, I know you've got your uh, you're uncertain about this 
this whole thing. I wouldn't put too much stock in it. Let's take it day by day. Chances are these two will die. We, they die, we live, everything works out. If they happen to live, we'll just consider it. Discuss it together. We won't do anything without discussing it. I have... I, I have no qualms about bringing more people along with us. I just would much rather uh, be in the company of friends than a hide sword that could change his mind and become quite an awful problem for us rather quickly. It's true, but uh, that, that Clifford fellow may be easier to uh, control than Van in himself. You know, mm. he's quite an unpredictable force. Sometimes you need some unpredictability. This is true, but Van and I don't see eye to eye. Not like you and I do. But he's still a friend, and I know that uh, I know that even though he can be quite misguided by this awful cheese person, it he still has our best interest in heart. Now, a man you pay twelve gold pieces to only has the interest of himself at heart. Believe me, I know those men quite well. Oh. All friends begin as strangers croak. If I were to have judged you by your previous line of work, maybe I wouldn't have put my trust in you. This is fair. What I suggest is if we want to bring Clifford or Reuben along, we need to get friendly with them first. I don't want to just hire them. Look, we uh, a man on the road is different than a man in the tavern. Let's judge how they fare adventuring before we put any stock in either of them. All right, then. Look, I'm going to head off for the night. I should get some rest. You do that. Don't drink too much. Drink. And maybe right. another bucket of fried chicken. I don't know. Good evening, Croak. <laughs> Sleep well. All right. Uh, the next day, you guys awaken, head downstairs to the Featherfall, and you, uh, I guess it's not really downstairs, head out to the common room of the Featherfall and find who else but Clifford and Reuben waiting for you Good morning, gentlemen. Uh. Hmm. Good morning, type. Way, gentlemen. I, I think we have little need to loiter here for the day. Agreed. We have two canoes to carry us down the uh, the coastline. Tell me, Clifford, do you row? I can pull an oar. Fantastic. Well, I'll take the boat with Clifford and Reuben, and perhaps... Uh, you two should take the the other canoe. Seems reasonable to me. I had forgotten that you had a second canoe towed behind you. Yes. I was all prepared for them to you guys <laughs> to go down and not have enough room for your people. And nope. so I sit back in the uh, the second canoe with my my pipe and let Reuben, let Reuben and Clifford row. <laughs> your pipe and your <laughs> book. Okay, I assume. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is day two of Malachi learning spells. Yes. Okay, I'll let you know when you finish, when you've gained it. Uh, All right. Hold on. So this Will is... you tell me in the morning before I, uh, so I can have a chance to? Add yeah, it to uh, you'll learn it at the end of the day. At... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll send you my my spells. Uh... Hmm. I can't decide what to pick. I know. I'm having. I have one spell slot left, and I just don't know what to put in there. Hmm. <laughs> Sixty yards for light. 
60 yards, 80 yards for Magic Missile. Mm -hmm. See, D4 plus 1 damage is so... It's very small in the long, in the grand scheme of things. Speaking, can I speak out of character to ask about if they think a spell is worth taking? Like, I, I don't, I don't usually do that. But... Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Okay. I have a spell called Trip, where I can make ordinary objects float slightly off the ground and trip anyone who runs by them. Do you think that's worth taking? I think it's hilarious and potentially amazing. I'm not I think sure you should take it just for the lulls. Yeah, like, I think I'm gonna. Might do. not be the most effective combat spell, but it's. I think chat needs to see somebody get tripped up magically by floating. Yeah, just like put yeah, put a broom in front of the yeah. door and just have it float slightly above. Yeah. The door. <laughs> I really want to like backstab somebody that's tripped and fallen in front of me. Like I want, <laughs> I want you to fantasia broom, knock them down, and then I just get to backstab them. <laughs> the rules don't support that, but it should be okay. Yeah, it's a backstab. <laughs> I mean, if they trip, they're gonna fall on their face. I think that's I think that's totally something that needs to happen. Yes. I was so tempted to just like walk out in town and cast it on like a broom in the street and just watch people trip over it walk. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Alright. Neil, do you want me to message you my spells or shall I just say them? Um say them. I think I'll just or... take light, light twice. Yeah. Actually, you should both message me your spells in Discord. So if something comes up and you didn't specifically say you changed your spells that day, we'll know what your previous set of spells were. Like, whatever you message me will be your set of spells until you cool. go through the process That's of changing idea. them again. That way we... Okay. There's no like, yeah, you're walking for five days. Oh shit, what spells did you have prepped sort of thing, you, you know? The way it actually works is you... It takes time to change the spells in your spellbook, doesn't it? So if you just go to sleep and wake up... You get the spells that you had you had yesterday. Um, any what spells you that you hadn't cast, you yeah. you maintain, right? No, but it, it it specifically says that like changing spells, like changing the spells you memorize. Memorizing well. spells takes ten minutes per spell level. Even if you had the same spell memorized yesterday and you cast it and then you memorize it again the next morning, it still takes ten minutes per spell level. To I'm not sure about that because in the book it says oh. there's a line that says clearly high level wizards do not change their memorized spells often. That's because it takes like twenty minutes per spell level. So yeah, exactly. So it, I think that they can wake up in the morning and refresh oh, their spells. That makes sense because it does say it wipes your mind of the spell, but that would make sense then. Like you don't change your memorized spells because then you. Um... I think I think the way it works is if you expend a spell, then it's gone forever. You have to rememorize it. If you don't, then it just stays there. Sleep doesn't like eliminate the memorized spells. Here we go. Here, I have the paragraph in question. Okay. Memorizing is not a thing that happens immediately. The wizard must have a clear head gained from restful night's sleep and then has to spend time studying his spell books. The amount of time needed is 10 minutes per level of the spell being memorized. Thus, a ninth level spell, the most powerful, would require 90 minutes of careful study. Clearly, high level spellcasters do not change their memorize do not lightly change their memorized spells. Spells remain memorized until they are cast or wiped from the character's mind by a spell or magical item. A wizard cannot choose to forget a memorized spell to replace it with another one. Mm. So I think that means every day you you spend 10 minutes per spell to okay. memorize things. So if you are a high-level wizard, you wouldn't want to be casting all of your spells in one day. If you cast all your spells in a day, it's going to take you many days to remember. To... I don't have to worry about that, right? I just get my spells after praying to my god. I... It does I... take you time, though, right? Yeah, you it takes like an hour. amount of time in meditation. I don't, I don't think it increases per spell level, though. 
I'll double check. Um. Either way, I usually wake up earlier in the party, I assume, to memorize. The conditions for praying are identical, identical to those need for wizard studying. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. The more power you want, the more pious you gotta be. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. Okay, so I guess it takes me 20 minutes then. At the moment, so it's not really a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's 10 per spell level? Per spell level, yeah. Okay, so I need an extra hour then, because I've got second level spells at this level. Sure. Yeah. But I usually wake up earlier, I assume, just in case I'm praying. Yeah. Um, so you guys get ready and head down to your canoes. You find them still intact. It looks like maybe some people have plucked some apples out of your apple canoe. I'll um, do. That's those thieving bastards. <laughs> yes, the canoes that have been abandoned on the beach for days, filled with apples. <laughs> I um, I say, lucky for us, we likely won't need to carry large amounts of provisions anymore. When we trek through the wilderness, if we can find some berries for me to carry, I can um, I can enchant them, make a hearty meal out of a single berry. Magic truly is a strange and wonderful thing, isn't it? A whole meal from a berry? I, I can't believe it. You'll have to try it one of these days. Perhaps it's the diet that you will finally stick to. <laughs> there is much you would not believe, Krug. That is true. I have seen some amazing and terrifying things from the two of you. Uh, yes. you, you are quite a force, I must say. I think Malachi and Van both get like serious faces and just go, yes, magic is a terrifying <laughs> force. <laughs> <laughs> See that you remembered, Krug. <laughs> Alright. So you guys head out and paddle along the coastline. It takes you about three hours to reach your destination. Uh, Once you... we start thinking we might be getting close, I tell them to slow down. I don't want to sail into full view of this thing. I want to be able to stop as soon as we see it. Yeah, we should walk a ways before we hit the forest. Okay, so you guys want to... Why don't you take uh, a look at the map and tell me where it is... I think that... we want to sail until we see the place, right? We know it's visible from the coast. I think how we're... Can we... How can we see distances? Like, you drew an arrow that told us the number of miles. Yeah, on the left-hand side, there is a... Something that looks like a ruler. It's the fourth item down. Oh. So how many miles did they say it was nailed on the coast? It's should like we... 12 miles. Because you got to go should out we... and around. Yeah, should we pull in something like three miles out of the forest? I say we get to the edge of the forest, and then stop and let's think about it once we get there. I, I was thinking we might want to pull our canoes up before we reach the forest at all, because it's very... She said it was a very short distance into the forest. So we okay. might want to, like, bring if our... If we went to this little cove that I can't ping... I was thinking right around there. You'd rather you'd rather walk in on foot, yeah? Yeah, I'd rather walk into the forest by foot. Croak? Um, either that, whatever. Or, sure. Either Let's that, or bring the canoes all the way around, and then go through the forest from the other direction. Mm. No, I think that might draw attention to us if they see us. That's true. Okay, very well then. We can, we can all up here and walk the rest of the way. That's fine. Yeah, I feel a couple miles walk won't hurt us, and I think it might be a better idea than just going right up on canoe because if we get attacked while we're on the canoe, we're all in a pretty weird situation. Ruben, could you jump out and drag us uh, to the shore, please? Sure. Tell me again where you want to disembark. About three miles out of the forest, like right around here. Yeah, this sure. little land bit. Yeah, right here on this corner. Cool. So you guys pull your canoes up to the shore, drag them on. 
It's a dusty plain before you. The forest is three miles away. You can make it there in an hour, you suspect. Croak, you're leaving your tent behind in the canoe? I am, yes. Okay. And by the way, what did you do with all the apples in the canoe? Did you row for a few hours just covered in apples? I think we. Just, I think we uh, just threw them out. Yeah, I think we all covered in sea salt yeah. anyway. I might have like shouted out, "If anybody wants these apples, take them," because we're all gonna right, dump so them in a minute. Dumped them on the side on the beach and yeah. took off. Cool. They were only a precaution if we got sort of. Yeah. Expanded. Just wanted Not to be really clear about, about these things. When we get out of the canoe, I say to Clifford and Reuben, "So, either of you know this this forest?" Never been here before. Reuben. Uh no, no. All right, well, keep your eyes peeled. Clifford. We don't know exactly what, what, where this thing what, is. What are we looking for? We're a ruined temple. They're holed up in a ruined temple inside of an abandoned village. Clifford, I, uh, I'm mm. not sure if you noticed, but I'm a priest of cheese. I have some magic at my disposal that I can use to help. <laughs> I kind of just chuckle back at that and say, I have some magic at my disposal that I could provide you, help protect you in combat, and make your sword strike true. Can you get me a beautiful woman? That could be arranged somewhere down the road, perhaps. That's the magic I'm looking for. Very well. I just wanted to let you know that I can cast some spells on you before we go into that temple. Help guide your swings in combat. Surely a man such as you doesn't need magic to meet a beautiful woman, Clifford. You'd be surprised! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your, uh... manliness scares them off. True. They could not think they're good enough for you. No, I think they like my manliness. Hmm. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Perhaps it's they're intimidated by your intelligence. That could be it as well. I think they're intimidated by the size of my manliness. Let's not be crude now. Oh well, in the end it doesn't matter. Let's move along now. I'd rather get this business done as early as possible. Very well. You guys make for the forest, and an hour later, you find yourself there. The forest is lightly wooded. Um, we should stop the sailing music. It is lightly wooded, and um, kind of quiet. You know? Mm -hmm. Kind of quiet. Is this, like, more quiet than Croak would be used to in the woods that he grew up in? Like, is there something unnatural about it, or is it just quieter than It's normal? not unnatural, but it's, you know, the, the lighter the wood, the less creatures tend to live there, because the less food there is. So it's just kind of a quiet woods. Occasionally you okay. can hear a bird chirping, but pretty much the only sound you hear is yourselves walking. Croak, um, why didn't you take the lead and look for signs of humans? I shall, I shall indeed. Um, I, uh, I spent some time trying to find signs of of uh, three men, perhaps one a half troll that might have walked through here recently. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned on the way there that one of these men that we have to fight may have maybe like half half orc, half ogre. He's slightly larger than your average man. Might be somewhat tougher, harder to take down. There might be more than three as well, I remember. In fact, we were probably us. Okay. We have some, uh, we have some magic at our disposal to help with this encounter. Sure. So you guys walk in, and about half a, within half a mile, you come across the outer edge of a ruined town, a village, really. Uh, you start to come across these 
knocked over walls, some decayed bits of wood sticking up. You see, you think, you think you see like a house with a sod roof that's just collapsed down and now the roof is just on the ground. Um, trees have clearly grown up in and amongst the village. There's trees growing out of things that used to be buildings. And as you poke around, you see a blackened but still intact, mostly intact, temple um, near somewhere near the middle of town. Well, this looks like the place. Croak, could you scout ahead, see if anybody is in that temple already? Wait, maybe it... Why, why don't we wait here for a short while and see if anyone presents themselves? If not, then maybe Croak can go and take a look. Yes, we should find a spot to hide behind as well. I don't want to be in plain view. Yes. Can we, like, head into the trees a little bit, Neil? Or maybe, like, behind a building that we can peek through the boards of to see if anybody comes out. You can find some cover. Um, yep. It's not going to be an intact building. It looks like the temple is the only thing that is still physically intact. Yeah, I just want something, like, that still has tall enough walls, even if they're decayed, for us to, like, crouch down behind them, be out yeah. of sight, and be able to, like, peek through a board or something. Yeah, you can find some cover. Okay. Look, to be clear, if we see anyone separated, are we going to attack them? Van, are you prepared? Do you, did you want to try and talk these men down first, or are we no, going to be these, swift in our actions? I, I believe swiftness would be our best bet. We know these men are engaged in the sale of half-lean feet. They're, they're deserving of death, and I don't want to give them a chance to get the upper hand on us. You agree? Crook? Well, uh, sure. I, I feel like we're kind of rushing headlong into this. but I don't uh, want to charge in yet. I was actually going to ask if they don't come out anytime soon. Yes. You can scout ahead and see if they're inside yet. Clifford stands yeah, up and says, You guys are cowards! And he just starts walking to the temple. Oh, Clifford, wait, come back. Oh, no, 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 it's okay. He, you want your... He walks. I, I kind of walk up to Clifford and I say, Clifford, it's fine if you walk in, but give me a moment. Allow me to cast some spells to help protect you he in combat. He continues walking towards the temple, ignoring your orders. Right. He's going to get himself. Are there, like... Can I approach the temple behind him from, like, a different direction? Like, is there, like, a separate alley or something I could slink along so that, like, well, I approach the temple but come at it? There's no longer alleys. Kind of think of this as an open forest with collapsed buildings around you and the temple being the only building that actually really blocks line of sight. It's a yes. ruined village. Everything has completely fallen apart. We are so not hiring this guy. I say, I say to him before he gets out of, you know, speak, quietly speaking... And he's quickly, Clifford. very, very quickly out of quiet speaking range. He just gets up and starts walking away. And can I, can I make Let's a... Let's follow there, gentlemen. I start to follow and say, could you give me a moment? It will take but a minute to cast a couple of spells to aid you in combat. And then we'll charge right in. Can I make a charisma check or something for that? He stops, gives a heavy sigh, looks at you and says, Your magic ain't worth shit. <laughs> steel is what's going to win us this battle. Clifford. And magic can empower your steel. I'm paying to keep, for you to keep us alive, not for you to get us killed. Now, do what I say. Leave the thinking to me. I'll tell you when to go in. You don't tell me when to do shit. I do if I'm paying you, and I'll keep everybody, your voice down. Fuck you! We're going to go take care of these guys right now. Let me cast the spell, then we'll go right in. Is that okay? He... Blow, uh, brushes it off, but stands there for a moment. Okay. So I'm going to cast a spell on him. And because this isn't going exactly as I thought, the first spell I'm going to cast is Charm Person. Oh, nice. 
Because he's letting me cast the spell on him, so yes, I don't think there's any save to deal with. No save. He accepts right. the spell. He now regards you as a close friend. All right. And one more spell. This will help protect you in combat and make your blade strike truer than even the first spell. And Hurry it up, Cleric. I cast Bless on him. Perhaps now we can talk him down to wait a little bit. Yes. I say, are you sure you want to charge in? Yes. Then let's do it. It's I, not pussyfoot around here. My magic only works for a short while. We should do it while we still can. Okay. Croak, why didn't you try and get a flank? That's exactly what I want to do. All right. Malachi, stay behind the door. I want to, like, approach the... I guess there's nowhere to hide behind, but I want to attempt to approach the temple from a different angle um, and keep myself separated from the group a little bit, perhaps. So tell me what you mean by a different angle. So, like, you have a square building... Right, mm -hmm. they're gonna march up to the front door. Mm -hmm. Right, so they're gonna there's like a straight line there. I want to be like 45 to 65 degrees to the either side of them, potentially within bow shot, like looking for uh, fallen, collapsed like walls of old buildings and overgrown like tree stumps and stuff to kind of like. Okay, so you don't want to be directly in line with them. You want to be at an angle to the door. Yes. So that means, though, if the door gets opened, you're not going to be able to see anything inside very well. You'll be able to see whatever's down that line of sight on that angle, but right. you won't have a clear view of the inside of the church. That's fine. Cool. Uh, Neil, one quick note. I thought Bless was single target. It's an AoE, so everyone yes, it is. already gets this buff. Yes. Uh, they have all their saving throws against fear are now plus one. Their attack, their attack die rolls are plus one. And do they get an armor bonus? No. no. Doesn't this only last, like, what, three rounds? Six rounds, so six minutes. Okay, I say to uh, Reuben, Reuben, stay close to me. If anyone gets in range, then attack them. If not, wait on my word. He nods. Um, Alright, you guys approach the building. Uh, Clifford goes up. The doors are currently shut. They're kind of slightly rotted wood. Uh, he pulls on the door and swings it open. It opens with a loud... Um... And he stands there with his hands on his hips. Who is up adjacent to Clifford? Uh, I assume I'm behind Clifford, okay. because I'm probably going to be casting a spell when he charges in. All right, so yeah, I think we're all just behind him. Yeah. So everyone's like up next to Clifford, with the exception of Croak, who's back and away on the side. Yeah. I imagine Malachi and I are standing back a little bit, ready to cast a spell. Okay. I don't know what Ruben's doing. He might be a little bit closer to Clifford. Let's see if we can draw them out, Clifford. So Malachi and Van Helsing... When the doors open, you see some light beams shining in through the, the collapsed roof, semi-collapsed roof of the ch temple, uh, illuminating the inside. It looks like a fire has burned through here. You're not sure why the doors didn't burn down, but everything else inside is blackened. And scattered about across the floor are skeletal remains of the inhabitants that were clearly locked in here when the place burned down. Okay, I, I walk up to Ruben and I sort of tap him on the shoulder and I say, keep an eye on our flank. We don't know if they're in here. Mm -hmm. He nods. Clifford takes a step forward when the closest pile of bones to you begins to stir and rise. Oh, um, the, the bones <sighs> animate into a skeleton and a voice echoes from within it, a ghastly disembodied voice. Uh, you dare to plunder the wealth of Darethal? It's a question. We seek no wealth from you. We seek living men who might be holed up in this temple. Are there any? 
We are living men, and you are not welcome here. Then we shall be on our way. We did not seek to disturb you. I mean, but it's for... all just skeletons, right? There's no, like, living people inside. Uh, it's just one skeleton, yeah. Oh, there's other skeletons on the ground, but just this one here. Clifford okay. looks to you and goes, These are the people you're looking for? They're not. Clearly, we've been led astray. We should leave. We'll still pay you, of course. Is it? Is this one? Is it the skeleton that's talking or not? Yes. Well, it seems like it is. It seems like it is. It's a skeleton who animated in a ghostly voice, coming like echoing within this ruined temple. I guess Whoever's... it could be a wizard behind a sheet, but yeah, you know. that seems very like well set up. Eh. I've seen that kind of thing before. It's possible. Um. I kind of just look to Malachi, and I say, you're the expert on the arcane here. Necromancy is not my strong suit. What do you does advise? A, does a skeleton have a weapon? Um, I do not believe it does. Skeleton, what is it? What treasure do you keep here? May we not, perhaps, take shelter? It just stands in silence. Looking at you, maybe? It's hard to What's tell Clifford with the hollow doing? eyes. Clifford is shifting uneasily. Um, he seems maybe a little spooked by this. Hmm. What do you think, Malachi? Are we disturbing the dead, or are these some wizard's tricks? I believe this to be the trick of a living man. Whether he's the man we're looking for or not is the question. Skeleton. If you would prove to us that you are acting on your own will, allow your brothers to stand by you. The skeleton remains standing before you, saying nothing. I believe you are right, Malachi. Should we, uh... Get rid of this guy? Clifford. If you would. I believe hmm. uh, if the rest of the room rises up and comes to meet you, you can feel free to retreat. I doubt one skeleton can pose you much threat, however. It's undead. It's unnatural. We believe it to be the trick of a wizard. It's simply a puppet. Don't be frightened by it. You called me a coward. He gives you a glare, spits at I... your feet, and steps forward with his sword in hand. Um, as he does so, the other five skeletons in the room begin to animate, and they step forward. Please roll initiative. We might want to retreat here. Yeah, we just um, we'll funnel them through the door. It's fine. Who wants to roll it? I mean, I'm not worried about the combat so much, as much as I think Reggie gave us shit info because he wanted to screw us. This Reggie guy's been fucking us from day one. Shall I roll it? Yeah, go for, go it. for it. Six. Nice. You guys barely go first. Just, just barely. Um, Clifford steps in, takes a swipe with his short sword, or I guess a thrust with his short sword. How do you deal with iron versus like monster AC? And no, no difference. It only affects against bronze. So it treats leather and all other ACs the same. Okay. I mean, we almost always fight humans, so... Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. All right, so Clifford comes in, takes a swipe, hits the skeleton with his short sword. Uh, but the skeleton does not break. If I can do math. Yes, I can do math. Um, next is Ruben, who stands next to Malachi and says, I I'm still waiting out here. Maybe you should go and give uh, Clifford a hunt. Go in and give Clifford your aid. Your yeah. aid. He steps forward with his spear, thrusts, but the spear goes right between the, the open area and the, the skeleton. Above his hips, for their eyes. Um, Malachi Van Croak. Can I? Uh, I can't shoot them, right? Uh, I, think, I might be able to shoot one of the other skeletons who's not, who's not being attacked by the Clifford and Ruben. Yeah, you'd have to step actually into the temple to get to the side where Clifford and Ruben aren't blocking your view. I Do Clifford just... and Ruben have enough movement to back out? They're engaged. They can't retreat. Wait, how open retreat. is this doorway? Like how there's It's two a set doors, of double doors. Yeah, it's your standard yeah. like ten foot wide doorway. That's pretty. Yeah, we'll have plenty of room to get out then because we opened the doors when we came in. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to start walking forward and gesture Malachi to come behind me. But I'm going to throw three darts at the door entrance, then start moving forward with my scimitar and shield in hand. So I'll make my attack with the darts that surround them, move forward with the half move. Okay, so if you're attacking without having moved in, you might hit. Can I attack one of the ones that they haven't engaged? No, because those your allies are still with blocking your view. You know, yeah. they're they're still between you and the enemy, so you need to be to their side. Okay, so there's no like skeletons off to the side that haven't engaged them. No, before. no, the other okay. skeletons are further in. Um, I, I suggest check. I check my flanks. I look around. There's none outside, right? It seems yeah, empty out I here. Say... Malachi, okay. come and watch the entrance. Croak. Keep an eye on our flank. Make sure nobody comes up behind us. And then I kind of go in with uh, scimitar and shield in hand, and I go to help with the skeletons. All right, I kind of just stand in the entrance. Yeah, okay. I, I guess. Yeah. Van Helsing, make your attack. Uh, twenty. Bonus. That's gonna miss. <sighs> miss. The skeletons turn. Oh, Unless Croaky wanted to do anything. They didn't have any weapons. What can I see from where I am? Like, describe the church a little bit to me. I can see through the doorway, like, this melee. I'm not going to fire anything into there. Are there, like, high windows or something? Uh, no, there's a collapsed roof. Uh-huh. Uh, the walls are maybe 15 feet tall, and then the roof slant, uh, slants, slopes, and you could... There are sections of it where it's collapsed in and around. Mm -hmm. It seems to be the same standard temple layout as all the other temples around, uh, which means there's only one entrance. Okay. I will... Hold hold off on on doing anything this round. Two entrances. Okay, yeah. The skeletons go. Um, two of them go after Van Helsing. What is your armor class, sir? Fifteen. One of them crushes you with his grisly uh, bone hand for That's six good. points of damage. Ooh. Um, All right. Two I'm, go I'm after. Street next turn. <laughs> two go after what's his name? Um. Uh, Clifford, one of them hits him for five points of damage. Yeah. Uh, he howls with pain, shouting, I thought you said this was fake! And one goes after Ruben. Uh, who misses Ruben. 
I initiative. Okay. Uh, I think I'll roll it. Since yeah. Music's a little loud. Oh. Oh no. If I don't die this turn, then you just turn undead. That's what I I thought of that literally as soon as I attacked. I was like, oh no. You go at the same roll. time. You both rolled eights. Everything happens simultaneously. Okay. Oh, oh somebody, no, 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 no. Somebody else. I I want to sound a retreat this turn, unless. Turn Undead is not AoE, right? I point to a specific... It is AoE. It is AoE. You, you are level 3, right? So you can turn f- up to 4 skeletons of one, H- of one hit dice. How does it... Um, how... It's awkward, I seem to remember. Do they have to like make saving throws? I can just do it whenever, but do they have to make saving throws? Uh, no, you make a die roll. So your third level, you need to roll a 4 or better... On a D twenty, okay. Uh, then you can one. turn a number of undead equal to. How does it work? Yeah, I I've never used turn undead before. I think you can turn up to a certain number. Of... Where is it? Commanded. It's page one thirty seven. A successful turn or dispel effects, 2d6 undead. Fantastic. Cool. Okay, so we're going to hope this works. It makes them run as well, right? Yes, it makes them flee. So I need four or better? You need a four or better on a d20. Easy. Got it. Easy. So I roll 2d6, see how many run? Mm Mm-hmm. Three. Shit. That's that's still better than fighting five at once. Okay. Uh, They will turn, but... Since you guys tied, they still get their action they next round. That's fine. I, I specifically go for the ones that are facing me, though. Because okay. I already took a big hit. Alright. You have 16 AC? 15 yep. AC? Uh, 5. It's right, blood. 5 AC. I mean, yes. Uh, another one hits you for another 5 points of damage. Oh, my God. How much uh, HP have you got left? 5. I'm oh, retreating okay. after this round. I don't Two. give a shit about this job anymore. Attack Clifford. And thank God that there's no criticals in this system. <laughs> in this in this run through, Clifford takes another two points of damage, and one attacks the other guy and misses. It's all since right. Since I since I um, what's the word? I cast turn undead. I can still make a half move, right? Yes, I think so. And could since I use turn undead, can I then turn and run without taking an attack of opportunity? Because it did work. They already got their attacks on me as well. Uh, I don't think you have to run because they're turned. Right, so I, I, just, I want yeah. to run back to the entrance, though. Sure, I'm saying, so they will it. turn and you will yeah. be able to retreat. Yes, so you can walk, so I, you can retreat when they run and you won't get attacks. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm running back to the door. I'm shouting for Clifford and Ruben to retreat. Okay. This is not our fight. And I just tell everyone to get the fuck out of town. Clifford makes his attack and hits. Come on, Clifford, kill it. Doing two points of damage. Killing the skeleton, Neil. Nope, not even killing the first skeleton. Um, Ruben makes his attack and hits with his spear. Do they get some attacks of opportunity mm. against the fleeing skeletons? Three points of damage. He tur- he kills one skeleton. Good question. Attacks of opportunity, yes. They would both get attacks of opportunity. Um, no, and if they're specialized fighters, one... would they not get two attacks of opportunity this round? God, they miss all of their attacks of opportunity. 
Um, oh, wait, and they both get, get second attacks. Before I retreat? Uh, yeah, not, you would fine, get two. Uh, you would get two attacks of opportunity as well. Okay, let me roll. Wait, uh, you shit. Fighters might only get one, or non-fighters might only get one. I think it's up to as many attacks as you have that round. I only oh. have one attack per round. Yeah. I don't recall. It doesn't matter. I never injured one, so I just attack whichever skeleton is running, and I definitely hit him. Or seven. seven, whatever that gets mitigated down to, since I assume they're resistant to slashing. Yes, they are. Uh, half damage, so it takes three. three. Um, yeah, Does he second? I can't, I didn't see it in the player's handbook anywhere. Let me keep looking, though. Uh, I should really know this rule by now. Okay. Um, Malachi, Croak, what are you guys doing? Now that some of them have retreated back into the temple and Van's moved, can I get a shot? Yes. Alright. I'll uh, take a shoot, a shoot, a shot. Uh, um, maybe the one that um, Van just attacked as he was as they was running away. Are opportunity attacks not a core rule? No. Are they expanded rules? I'm pretty sure it's in the base book. I, might I thought it was in the base book too, but it's not in the index. Uh, let me look at combat. It might be called something different. It might not have like a formal word. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out later. I'll have to. I'll keep looking because I'm just running back right now. Um, Nick Malachi, I'm sorry. Uh, what are you doing? It says uh, if you go to movements in combat and then retreat, it says to flee from combat, a character simply turns and runs up to his full movement rate. However, a fleeing character drops his defenses and turns his back to his opponent. The enemy has allowed a free attack or multiple attacks if the creature has several attacks per round at the rear of the fleeing character. Okay. Okay, so it sounds it like that's count. the only opportunity attack in... So you get as many attacks as you've got per round, and it says it doesn't count against the number of attacks that opponent is allowed during the round. Right. And initiative is irrelevant, yeah. so... Okay, so that attacks, means you would get... If you... One, so you get one attack on each creature that is fleeing that's adjacent to you, but if right. you are a monster... If you're dual-wielding, you'd get two attacks on each creature that's fleeing. Uh, unless I can count my shield as a weapon, I only get the one. Right. So I'll just roll d20 for the second skeleton. Oh, no, but you'd still get a... Yeah, okay, cool. And that's a miss. So did you do attacks for Clifford and Reuben against? Yes, I did yeah. attacks of, for Clifford and Reuben against all their opponents. And if they're specialized fighters, they'd have two attacks this round, mm -hmm. so no, I think they mean uh, creatures with multiple attacks means multiple different attacks, not multiple of the same attack. Like mm. a displacer beast gets two attacks with its two different tentacles. Sure, I mean you can interpret it that way. Let me, yeah. Let me see if it says <laughs> It says, or in brackets, the enemy is allowed a free attack or multiple attacks if the creature has several attacks per round. It does say per round. I feel like that's. Yeah, but you get. Specialized fighters get one and a half attacks per round. Yeah. So he gets one um, and a half attack. So isn't it two by base rules? Uh, it's one and then two and then one and then two and then one and then two. So it's yeah, one it and is. a half attacks per round. All so, right. Well, sure. I shoot the one that um that Van hit as it was retreating okay. with your sling. Yeah, and it's got its back to me, right? Uh, yes. It, uh, no, it's falling backwards, like backing away there being turned, they raise their skeletal arms to block their vacant eyes from the holy power that emanates from right. Van Helsing. Three. 
Sling and a miss. Yep. Um, okay. The party backs out of the temple. You turned a total of three, was it? Yeah. Do yep. the others follow outside of the temple? Uh, yes. The other two. Nice. Was it, was it five total or? You there said five, five total. Yeah. I, um... He can... No, so there are... He had there was the the front one and five others behind him, so there are three others that follow you guys out. And now that you're in a broader so area, those three. Before come we up. hit the next round, as my party is retreating back and these two are following forward, do I get a clear shot in the door that doesn't involve a melee? Yeah. All right, I'd like to take that, please. Go for it. Uh, seven, Thaco, 19. Miss. Yeah. Okay. Um, roll initiative. Three, one of the skeletons has been killed. Two of them have been driven back by the holy power of Cheese. The other Two. three push forward and through uh, the that, door. That makes seven now. One dead, two uh, If he said two, two dead, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, one dead. If the other three are following through the door, like yes. outside of the church, they do. Then I cast Turn Undead on them. No, you can't do it once per encounter. Once. Are you serious? Yep. Okay, then I just yep. say fuck it, run. <laughs> run. For no. It. Um, no, 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 no. Don't you run. guys go first. I'm not. Okay, I'll stay back, but I'm not. I'm not fighting the melee. Sure. Yeah, like the the other two are, are doing right. fine. So Van Helsing pulls further back, leaving. Oh, I heal myself. Sorry. Oh well, it's. Oh yeah, you guys go first. So yeah. roll yourself a heal. Uh, I should have had a second shot on that one. Okay, uh, give me okay. your second attack. That was bad. And I hope you guys have been including your plus one to hit uh, for no. the bless. Oh, yeah. I haven't. Oh, I have not been. My misses would not have hit anyone. Okay. Eight, eight still misses him, though. Yeah. All right. The three... No, uh, what's his name? We still got our attacks. I still haven't acted. Make your attack. Yep. Uh, can I hit the flank of one of them? If I, like, yes. circle around a little bit. Yes. Alright, with plus two because of Bless. So plus one for Bless, plus one for Flank. 17. 17's a hit. Alright. Um, and you're using a sling, which is bludgeoning damage. Five damage. You whap one, knocking free most of its ribs um, and cracking its remaining bones. It looks like it's barely standing. I'm, I'm like stepping back and back. I'm trying to keep walking back, getting to the max range of my sling maybe. Clifford takes a hasty swipe at that same one and hits it, shattering it to pieces. Uh, Reuben goes to stab one and slips on some moss on the ground, landing hard on his ass, but he recovers. Uh, Croak, you, with your angle, you actually can get shots on one of the skeletons. Excellent. Then I will take them. Yeah, take the first one, then the skeletons act, and then it'll they'll be in All right, way. so plus one for missile adjust, plus one for bless. Am I missing anything? Uh, your level. What uh, level are you? But Thaco doesn't give me a plus, it just is... Right, right, right. It changes my target number. Right. Do you want me to be doing pluses instead of No, no, of no, Thaco? but do tell me what your Thaco is whenever you make an okay. attack roll, so okay. I can... You've got flank as well, right? So, that's so 13, Thaco 19. That is a hit. Excellent. Give me that damage uh, roll. Uh, four. Okay. 
you hit. The two skeletons push forward, one going for Clifford, one going for Reuben. Uh, and they both miss their attacks. Clifford starts shouting, Magic! You said magic! As you guys yeah. um, roll your initiatives, Croak, you could make another shot, but they're all in melee at this point. So They're all in melee. Then yeah. I'll go ahead and hold off on it. Okay. Um, I think this is round four, so this will be the last round of Bless. This is round, this is round three, because Van rolled initiative, then... Oh, oh, I rolled initiative, then Van. It lasts six rounds. Right, and one round was spent getting there and yeah, talking yeah. to the skeletons okay, and everything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Krug, do you want to roll it since you haven't yet? Is this well, I rolled the last one, but I'll roll this one too. Uh, yeah, somebody else go for it. I'm not. Okay, this is, this is the fourth combat round, right? Yeah, my, my bad. I... Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, party goes first. Cool. So, Neil, are there any like rocks lying around me? Many. Okay. Many I want rocks to pick up and some... large stones. If there's any, are they all engaged in melee? The yeah. skeletons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I can't throw a ranged. Can I get uh, a look through the through the entrance or not? Yeah, you can still see through the entrance. Uh, the, the party has pulled out and is in the field yeah. before the temple now. The skeletons are in the field before the temple, except for the ones that have fled. Um, and those yeah, I'll ones... take a shot at the ones still in the temple. Okay. Oh yeah, I'll throw some rocks at the ones in the temple. Me... 18. Hit. Three damage. It crumbles before you. I pick up some rocks, like baseball-sized rocks, and chuck them at the ones still in the temple. Sure. Give me a roll to hit. All right. How many can I throw in a round? Uh, one. Okay. That's not going to hit. No. That's nine total. Uh, still Thacko 20? Yeah. All right. I yeah. get my Thacko bonus next level. Clifford and uh, Ruben will fuck them up, though. Clifford and Ruben make their first attacks. Clifford hits. Ruben misses. Uh, Clifford hits for... Three points of damage. And Neil, if I look around on the ground in front of me, can I find a fairly heavy branch or something? Fairly heavy branch? Yeah, definitely. Like, like a makeshift club, essentially. Actually, you know what? Ruben hit as well. I messed up on his Thacko. Ruben did hit. Um, yes, but you can find a makeshift club. Easy. Okay. Then I, I find myself a, a nice heavy branch, and I'm going to walk up and beat on a skeleton. Cool. Give me a roll to hit. Uh, Bless still in effect this round. Bless still in effect. Alright. Uh, so 10, Thacko 19. Ooh. If you can find another plus one in there, it's all yours. He's flanking uh, them. Could I get, like, flanking? I'll give you a flank. Yeah. Back on him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're coming in from a side. Definitely. Alrighty. D6, what do you right? want me to roll for my improvised damage weapon? Clubs or D6s. Mm -hmm. All right. Two. Two. You smash into the skeleton, breaking off its left arm and cracking its hip. The two skeletons standing uh, are both in bad shape. I mean, you know, they're skeletons, but they're, they're poorly constructed skeletons at this point. Uh, but it is their turn, and they claw at Clif Clifford and Reuben. Um... They have Thacko 19. They both miss. They nice. barely miss uh, Ruben. Um, the other one just scrapes against Clifford's chain mail. Alright, well, I'll take another shot at the ones inside the temple. Okay. Still got Bless. Uh, do you get two attacks per round? No. I meant for next. Didn't... Oh, we need to roll. Yeah, we need to roll again. initiative. <laughs> I'll discount that then. 
<laughs> Someone roll a d10 for initiative. I think I did last one. Alright, I'll do it. Oh no, I didn't. You guys better. Do you, do you pay attention to what you roll, Van? Because, like, <laughs> you think I, I always forget how roll. initiative. I, I never remember initiative. I do remember what. <laughs> two oh, nail. Two. Um, I forgot Clifford and Ruben's second Set attacks. Attack. Yeah. Yes. Finish them off. Clifford. Hits and Ruben hits. They both hit. Woo! And they shatter the remaining skeletons. All right. Crumble to the ground. How does how long does turn on dead last? Um, it's non-specific. They flee from the caster. All right. Let's, let's advance in. Yeah, I go for it. I have my shield in front of me. I grab another rock and actually, if it. we just uh, if fan, why didn't you scare them off and we'll just throw rocks at them until they die? All right. I just kind of stand at the doorway, banging my shield. Shouting like you know the words of God into these poor skeletons who are about to be murdered. Yeah. Do you have any outside. words of God that you would like to share with us? Uh, I've got a roommate in the room, so I'd rather not shout anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Can we uh, just throw rocks at them until they die now? If they um... won't approach. Well, there's gonna be some other dudes in here that probably not want you to do that. Maybe. Um, so as you go in, you notice that the remaining undead in here are actually gone. You don't see where they've gone, though. Well, uh, we got a trap door or something. Yes, uh... Van Helsing, you are a cleric. You know the layout of temples better than anyone. Right. Of course. I mean, that's... Yeah. So you would know that a temple has um, a main chamber. Here, I think I can just bring up a display of our temples. Okay. Uh, that is not the right window, though. There we go. So you, can you guys see that? Yep. Yeah. All right, so that is how yeah, that so is how the temples off. look. Um, so you've got the, the the four main chambers, or the, the big center chamber, and then the four other chambers off to the sides, and the crypt, which is accessed through that very centered uh, gray circle that says Falumbra. That is a um, like an altar that is on a movable platform that leads to a stairway down to the crypt. Um, so from where you guys are standing at the entrance to this thing, you can't tell if they've gone into one of these four rooms or if they're behind the that black wall or if they're down in the crypt. You don't know where they are, but they're out of sight. Can anyone smell a fire? <laughs> Wait, is this, is this thing made out of wood? It's all stone, isn't it? It's all stone. Let's, it's uh... all blackened stone. It's been burned down already. I say to the to the group... Let's stick together and clear out these four rooms. Bam, take point. If this, we come across the skeletons, they'll stay away from you. I kind of point to my wounds and I say I should not be taking point in this condition. Clifford? 
Clifford, could you take point for me? I can, of course, assist you in combat, but... I don't Let the newbie that. go first, he says. And shoves Ruben forward. Yeah, how's Ruben doing, by the way? Health He's not been wounded at all. Okay, all right. I say. We'll let, we'll let Ruben go. Ruben so looks go. to the rest of you guys and goes, Uh-uh. You fucking kidding me? Ruben, don't worry. I'm a cleric and I can turn the skeletons. You haven't been injured yet. You'll be fine. I just need you to stay in front of me. I don't think I can take point in this condition. I didn't pay you two guys to sit here and question orders. Malachi. And hang please. around like cowards. Come on. Please, Malachi. Ruben, he I can help you. Forward. He goes forward at Malachi's okay. urging. Um, where do you guys want to go first? There are many chambers here. I say the storage chamber first. Which storage? I, I there are two storage chambers. The, yeah, I make clear that the crypt is off limits. And I also say a few words over the skeletons and say, may any harrowed souls trapped in these skeletons find peace in the afterlife. Croak, watch our, watch our rear. Yeah. All right. Croak, are you following them in as well? Or are you standing and waiting at the doorway? I I want to do two things. I want to stay at the doorway for this round and make a, um, like, I guess, hunting check, like a tracking check to see if I see human footsteps or, or things other than our own approaching the uh, temple. And then I will, after that's done, I guess on the next round, follow them in and kind of watch their back. Okay. Uh, Neil, can I have said that I grabbed some rocks before we went in? Since we sure. haven't gone into any other rooms. Yeah, yeah. you can get some rocks. Croak, um, you don't see any tracks other than your own. Okay. Um, um, which of these chambers are you guys heading for first? The left storage chamber or the right storage chamber? Left storage first. Okay. We'll go clockwise round. Sure. So you head in and poke around. It's empty, deserted. Doesn't look like there's anything in here whatsoever. Maybe some ash and some, you know, like a raccoon made a nest here once, but that's it. Right. We, we're totally on edge here. Everyone's like, mm -hmm. Van's checking the back. Yeah, Ruben's going like fast. Is Clifford's in the middle with me. Okay. Van is like sweating and panting heavily. All it's right. like really... So on the next round they've checked that room they've come out i've done checking the the temple mm -hmm. for signs of other people i'll step in the doorway and kind of talk to them and be like you know guys i just checked around it doesn't look like any other human beings have been here except us coming through so van is there like commonly underground or other entrances into temples because it feel like that uh, either we beat the people we were supposed to be here significantly or we may have just some bad information personally i think reggie was misleading us but it's possible that he gave us information it's it's possible that the people we came for are the ones that we just slew wait did we check the other sword room no, you're still you've only done the first room. So skeletons far. are selling halfling feet. This is the work they died before we got here. Make no mistake, there is there is a human here or another bipedal. Being. I refuse to go down into the crypt. I want to make that clear. I will not plunder the crypt of a church. What if the crypt is already inhabited by men who mean harm? And they're out of our reach. We cannot go down into it. He just. If this is man-made, he raised an entire room full of skeletons. How many more do you think are going to be in that crypt? I will not traverse that crypt in this state. Let's just continue searching the rooms up here first, then. You move on to the next room. The Acolyte's quarter is going clockwise. 
Yep. You search it. It's empty. You move on to the head priest quarters. Search it. Empty as well, except for clearly some animal has nested here. There's birds' nest stacked around the, the top of the, the ceiling. Uh, and you move on to the last area, the storage chamber, and that is empty as well. But in this search of the room, you have noticed that the pivoting altar of Flumbra has been moved, and the crypt is open. Van, is there usually another way out of those crypts? Uh, would I know that? There's usually not a way out. Malik, I, I think if we go down there, it will mean our end. I agree. Could we not uh, employ previous tactics? This, you uh, want to asphyxiate magical skeletons? <laughs> broke. I truly, I truly believe this is the work of a man. Malachi. I think what we should do is retreat for the day. I think we should go find somewhere to take shelter. And if we insist on coming back, come back later. When I can heal our wounds with some magic. How many more skeletons are, like, uh, non-animated skeletons are in this place? Uh, you only see the remains of the skeletons you have crushed. You don't see any right. other bodies or bones. I suggest we gather their bones and burn them to ash. Okay, well, no, at let's this just point, hold on. Well, we're going to put a pause on you guys for a moment. Croak, you're still by the front door, keeping a lookout. Yeah. And you see three figures approach. Shit. Um, kind of what I thought. On horseback. There is a rather large man, maybe seven and a half feet tall, riding a heavy war horse or a draft horse. One of these just big, heavy horses. And beside him are two humans. Uh, one of them looks extraordinarily well-dressed. He looks maybe like a noble or maybe a very wealthy merchant. And mm -hmm. the other looks kind of like a hired hand. Uh, he's not wearing any armor but he looks a little strong. The tall person is wearing uh, studded leather armor, some very, like, you know, extra an extraordinarily large suit of studded leather armor. He has a chainmail colif over his head and a mace dangling from his hip. Uh, and they trot kind of into this open area in front of the temple. Can I walk out? Clearly, they're, they're looking at you. So. Can I... Can I walk out to meet them, like, away from the group? Like, yes. let the group do their thing so I get to talk to them first? Yes. Would we hear the horses come in? No. At least the hoofbeats? Okay. No, not from where you're standing. All right. Um, so, Croak, oh, you uh, step out while the rest of the party is standing inside the temple discussing this crypt issue. All right. I say, uh... Uh, hello there, gentlemen. Uh, I presume that uh, one of you must be uh, Mr. Druger. Um, Reggie, unfortunately, could not make it. Uh, I'm here on his behalf. Mm-hmm. I don't like last-minute changes, says the tall guy. I understand that, sir, and in a business such as this, last-minute changes are dreadfully unfortunate. Um, you see... He had a run-in with a cleric and the law that are new to town. And, uh, you see, he couldn't get you the whole shipment either. Now, I'm here on uh, his behalf to, to show goodwill and to get you what we can. Uh, but, uh, unfortunately, we had to make this change or there would have been no product at all. You have it with you? I do indeed. Let me see him. I show him the, the two halfling feet in the sack. The four halfling feet in the sack? Only I picked up... There were four that I left in okay. the trailer, and I took two. Okay. 
So you take the two. Uh, he looks and says, production is slow. Tell Reggie to get his shit together. As uh, soon as I get him out of jail, I will give him that advice personally. Jail? Yes. Like I said, he ran into a cleric in the law. You are fortunate to get these. They took the rest of the supply. What's your name? Oh, my name is um, Toby. Toby, you are now the head of operations in Anvil. You will be acquiring our merchandise. And you will also put an end to Reggie. I will not have people talking about our operation. I understand. I understand. Do not make me come looking for you. He takes out a bag of coins, empties some into his hand, and then tosses the remaining bag towards you and shoves the okay. other coins in a pack. I take the coins. Um, he waits expectantly for you to toss him his feet. Um, I toss him his feet. Okay. The other, the nondescript man dismounts, grabs the feet, opens the bag, nods to the, the half something or other, they get on their horses and they walk away. Okay. Um, I, I take really good mental note of the direction they're going and the speed they're traveling. And I go talk to the uh, party quickly. Okay. So party, you're still discussing what you were discussing moments before. Yep. I bust in the church, say, fellas, I found our men. Um, they are leaving the site. They seem to have been spooked off by the skeletal remains here. Uh, if we track them down, perhaps we can surprise them in the night when they're camping. I, I saw which way they're going. Perhaps we can track their progress and uh, do what we came to do and leave this place, as Van suggested. These uh, skeletons are not uh, who we were supposed to be fighting. Most Fair of enough. my magic, as well as my vitality, is spent. I cannot, I cannot do anything tonight. I need to wait until tomorrow at the least. Well, we need track them regardless. Well, come with me quickly and let's let's do this. If we sleep nearby, we could perhaps attack them in the morning. Yes, I think we should. I think we should sleep now. It's been a hard battle. Give it some time, and I can fall asleep. Sleep? Says no, 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 no. Let's let's track them. Let's wait for them to make camp, and then we'll. Yeah, Van, you don't have to do anything if you're completely spent. But we need to we need to at least stay within some distance of them, so we know where they're going. You said they came on horseback. Uh, I didn't. I did say that. Well, yeah, I sure. I don't they remember if you said horseback. that or not. I'm sorry. It's okay. But... I did now. Okay. <laughs> if they all have horses, though, or just one of them. Uh, they were all on horses. They should be relatively easy for me to track. Horses make quite a big um, uh, swath, if you will, through forested regions. But uh, we need to do it um, and not let the trail get cold. Then it becomes an issue. We should trail a good hundred feet behind or so and wait for them to perhaps camp. We know they're going to have to go over the hills to get it to a new region. They're going to not get there in a day. So let's track them through this year forest and then we'll deal with the either attack in the night if we can or we will wait and surprise them on the road the next morning but let's Crook. let's make sure we keep good eye on them Crook, i don't doubt your ability to track them i'm worried that if we're spotted we can't outrun men on horses and i'm in no position to continue fighting today if we let them keep going i may not be able to track them down on the morrow that's eight hours that we don't necessarily have i think at the least we should keep a mile behind them we should keep a good you can track their prints we don't have to be anywhere near them. 
we should stay out of eyesight at all times. Simply sure, like out of eyesight, but a mile seems like a real long way. Tracks won't fade over the course of an hour. We can stay at decent. Sure, distance. like okay, we'll call it an hour behind, but an hour behind is not a mile. It's three miles. My other point. Is it three miles? That's yeah. Three miles an hour. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Probably more if they're on horseback or if they're walking I mean, at a slow pace. Yeah. But my point is, I need to rest before we go into a fight. I'm injured. I'm not asking you to go into a fight. I'm asking you to get your ass moving so we can follow them. And what do we do once we follow them? We can rest in the night. We let's assess the situation when they sleep. Very well, but we should stay a decent distance behind. I have no intention of getting into another fight today. All right, excellent. You hear that, Clifford? Clifford, trust me. I understand you want to fight, and I'll do everything I can to oblige Fight? You. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm tattered right. and beat to bits. I don't know if we should be taking on three more men. Exactly. That's why I'm, I suggest we rest. I have some magic that can heal us to full strength as soon as I've rested up. You know, you might not be full of shit after all. All right. I agree. Trust me, I'm full of many things. Shit is not one of them. I keep myself very regular. Croak, lead the way. All right. Maybe we give them four minutes. I begin minutes. tracking their horses, following at a distance to remain out of sight. Okay. And we will take our third and final break as you guys track these horsemen into the woods. Oh, deeper my. and deeper into the woods. Give me a guys Discord on... or something for the, my coins so I know how heavy they are. Sure. See you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. See you later. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. So, what are your plans? Uh, my stance, and we'll see if Greg agrees in the here, I want to track them for a while, but I want to camp early so that we can get a six-hour rest and still get up when it's dark out, because I want to ambush them in the night, but I need to rest first. If we plan to attack them... Not tonight, but the night after. So we'll track them for a whole other day. There's a chance that they get back to wherever that is they're, they're going, and then we can't don't, get we don't get a chance to attack them. Right. What I'm saying. My concern, if we uh, van, if we uh, rest too early, right, we may be too far away to then attack them early in the morning uh, before they have woken up and gotten going again. Neil, when does it get dark and when does it get light? Because people usually make camp when it gets dark and then start again once it's light out. Yes. So, for you guys... Because we only need six hours of rest. Hmm. Here's the plan, right? We got the canoes. We put Van Helsing in the canoe and drag him along so he sleeps while we track them. It gets <laughs> dark. Holy <laughs> shit. It gets dark at 5.30. Okay, and it gets light around, what, 6, 7? We got Reuben to pull you along. He hasn't been injured, so he doesn't need to sleep. It gets... Need to sleep. Sunrise is at 7. So yeah, like, we could make camp when it gets dark. Get 6 hours, and then continue on in the night. That's not a bad so, idea. So, intent, right? Intent here. Track them about a mile behind. Mm -hmm. Sleep until... Okay, yeah, so so that's that's like a little bit after it gets dark. That's three hours of distance between us. Yeah. Sleep until like two in the morning. We, right? If we go to bed when it gets dark and get our six hours, we can get up right at midnight. Yeah. Okay, and then so they will have traveled 
more than that. So we have to travel like another six miles, tracking them in the dark, and then will they have traveled further? Huh? If, if we make camp once it gets dark, will they keep going? Because if I don't, if they, keep I don't know if they'll keep going or not. But yeah. okay, let's assume they don't. They're three miles ahead of us. That I will then have to make tracking checks in the dark to get us there and then ambush them. But if we use the hooded lantern, like we're not going to catch up the light stuff. The light. Yeah, we're going to have to track them in the dark. Like there's no way we're going to be able to catch up to them in the light unless we try to go faster than them. And I don't think that's a good idea. Okay, I like your plan. I just, I have a hooded lantern. I don't know how well this will work, but let's go for it. It I, makes sense. We have Malachi's staff, so you won't be tracking in the dark. I don't think we want to use Malachi's yeah, staff because that creates daylight okay. for like 60 feet, which they will clearly and obviously be able to see coming. Okay. A lantern creates much less light, and there's a potential that they're going to have a campfire or something that we could douse a, a lantern's light and not have been seen, as opposed to like a beacon of daylight that comes down yeah. and then goes out. Once I we get that tracks as well, it'll be easy to track them with the lantern once it gets dark, so we'll already be I, following it. I do want to ambush them tonight. I just think it is important that we get rest, because both Clifford and I are beat to hell. No, that's fine. Okay, that's, yeah. that's a decent plan. We'll we'll sleep at night and we'll try to make up ground right at midnight, um, but let's just do it. Let's go. I I have I have concerns, but I, I, I have concerns. It's the best plan you've got. But I don't. I just think it's the best option we have available to us. Sure, I agree. I think it's a good plan. All right. So, what is the plan? What are you doing right We're, now? I am tracking them um, and keeping us on track with them. Uh, like an hour or so, hour and a half behind them, like travel wise. Yeah. And then um, as soon as it gets at the at dark, when it gets dark, we're gonna camp and sleep hard, right? Um, with the watches being me, Ruben, and Clifford, so that our spellcasters get their six hours of sleep. And then as at midnight, right when when it gets um, when they've had their six hours, we're going to sneak up on the camp and make a nighttime ambush. Okay. Uh, Malachi, that means you won't be getting in your full studying for today, so you're basically going to have to start from scratch again at another point. Um, if I take a watch, I don't need you six hours because I, I haven't cast any spells. Yeah, he hasn't cast any spells, so could he take a watch? Okay. Yeah, sure. you could opt not to sleep. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'll sleep like three hours or something. Sure. You did get four hours of studying today. Yeah, I'll, I'll finish my studying off and then I'll go to sleep until uh, we get woken up at midnight. Okay. So I'll get me another like three hours or something. No, no. Right, so you did one while Van was studying his spells, you did four on the canoe ride. So and... I need three more. Yeah, so you need three more. Um, and are you leaving to follow these people immediately? Like, as soon as they take off, or are you waiting? No, we wait they take off, hour. we've had a discussion, right? We the, the discussion probably took five minutes or so to convince everybody this is the plan. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll give it like we'll give it like a half hour of wait and then take off to following them. Okay, cool. Not going like fast, because, yeah, just trying to keep pace. If we ever see them in the distance, we'll stop. Yeah, we don't want to keep, we don't want to be able to see them. We want to be just out of sight. Yes. Tracking. Let's see. Okay, so that's one, two, three. 
Can I also say um, I feel like we should have some kind of bonus to my tracking for like fresh, like really fresh tracks, and we know what they are and where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. Also, well, like, I'm giving you bonuses horses. for its horses, and then they have riders, so the tracks are going to be heavier and deeper. And uh -huh. it's how many horses he's looking for. He knows yeah. Which yeah. Direction like, they want. Yeah. I, so I'm giving I, you we know where the tracks are, and like they should be relatively clear. Okay. So it looks like you're getting a. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. A, a bonus of seven. And then since you're not a ranger, a penalty of six. Um, so give me a wisdom check with a bonus of one to your wisdom score. Okay, so I want to get a 16 or lower. 16 or lower on a d20. Come on. Yes. I got it. Nice. Okay, so you pick up their trail, and you do not lose it. You follow it, and follow it, and follow it. Uh, Clifford comes along, but he seems pretty reserved about his battling. He is very unhappy about his health. I, I tell him, because I told him before we left, that we were not going to fight anymore. We were going to rest, and I was going to wake up tomorrow, or in the night, with mm -hmm. some new spells, and I was going to heal him. Right, he still, still seems uneasy. Yeah, I... I yeah, I just assure him that we won't be doing battle yeah. at all. So he'll, he trusts he'll you when the time comes. You're, you're his friend now. He trusts you pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're good friends. You continue on. Eventually, the sun begins to set. Uh, you have not caught sight of them since you departed ways. But well, we're still having an easy time tracking them. Mm -hmm. It's still been pretty easy. All right. So I make a mental note of what kind of tree, like a, a certain formation of trees and rocks near where the tracking path is. So we can more easily find it again in the, when we wake up. Because mm -hmm. I know it's going to be difficult when it's dark, but if I know that, okay, the path is right by this rock and tree here, I'll just go there and we'll start looking there. Good call. I think we, yeah, we go off a little bit and find a nice secluded area to camp. Yeah, we don't make a fire. We just set up the tent. and uh... Tent's not with us. We're sleeping oh, on yeah. the ground. I guess me and Ruben will take the first watch. I can put some leaves together. But Van, you get to let's just uh, let's just sleep here in shifts, like right where we are, and yep. then we'll as when it's midnight we'll go. Yep, yep. Van, you go sleep now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll spend three hours time. studying and then go to sleep for three hours. Sleep the full six hours. And uh, we make between Croak, Ruben, and Clifford. Um, someone's gonna be a we, they wake each other up after two hours. So that I think we're going to have Ruben and you on the first watch since you're going to be up anyway studying. That way we have someone that's keeping an eye on him. And then we'll have him wake up Clifford since he's charmed by Van. We know he's friendly and then I'll take the last watch. Before I go to sleep, Neil, I cast uh, Entangle somewhere off in the distance. Nowhere near us. Okay. Just you just off. burn a spell. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. You guys set up camp for the night. Who, who was on first watch again? Ruben yeah, and Ruben. Malachi. Okay. Reuben and Malachi. You're, everyone's camped down and is trying to go to sleep as quickly as possible to try and you know power nap that those six hours. Yep. It may not work out quite as well. I mean, you know, your heart's racing. This is an important thing. It, it may take you guys a little longer to get to sleep than you were hoping. But while all this is going on, while everyone is finally dozing off to sleep after trying for a little while, you hear this weird squeaking, squealing, high-pitched type noise. It sounds like... 
You know, I look up for the source of the noise. Ruben, do you hear that? He nods and goes, that's... That's really weird. That's really I look weird. around for the source of the noise. So what you're telling me is it's one of those gold ferret things. Like, <laughs> that rum racks. Oh, God. Oh, fuck that. That almost killed Vincent Longwood. I know, yeah. that was the best part. Like, he's a level 7 fighter and he almost gets murdered by a ferret. Um, okay. You see, kind of moving into camp, the largest rat you have ever seen in your life. It's got to be like two feet long from head to rump, not even including the tail. Is it like sneaking towards us? Yeah, it's like creeping in. Um, you don't have a fire going or any sorts of light going because you're trying to... I thought we had the lantern. Unless we don't have No, we've, we've extinguished that, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah no, no, if we're on watch, we probably have the lantern. Yeah. Okay, so you have a lantern then. Uh, you can shine the light on this giant yeah. rat. I shine the lights on it. It freezes in the light and then scampers away. Uh, but you see near it, there are there's a bunch of these suckers. They're like in a roving gang of giant rats or something. Let's um, They're sniffing around and coming up towards the camp in general. You see them, uh, one of them, kind of creeping over towards Croak's bag. Give them food and see if they go away. Oh, sorry, I'm asleep. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, don't ignore that. Um... Ruben, bang some stuff together. Try and scare them off. All right. He starts clattering some branches and some rocks, and it's not too hard to scare off the rats. Um, eventually, yeah. they, they disappear. Okay. All right, good. We don't we don't wake Van, Van up. All right. You don't wake the party. You make some noise. You, you scare them off, and the rest of the night passes uneventfully. <laughs> Close. Close. I'm so glad there's animals in this world that don't just immediately murder Hobo you. Yeah, I'm really that's... glad we didn't get scratched by one because I'm pretty sure in Tui, rats just like have a percent chance of like major disease. <laughs> Probably. That's why I wish I was a paladin. I could go full Witcher and be like, I'm immune to diseases. <laughs> All right, so we wake up. It's pitch black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I finish my watch and I go to sleep. I got three hours in, so I'm just not. Who's second you know. watch? Croak. Second watch was uh, going to be Clifford uh, as a yeah. Second I'm... watch is Clifford. You can have Clifford and Croak doing the last, the second three-hour yeah, watch. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, sure. Are yeah. we doing three watches, or are we doing two watches of three hours? Two watches of three, I think. Okay, then it would be Clifford and me. Yeah. Right. So, when you guys wake up, you'll have been pretty exhausted. Everyone except yeah. for Heel Van Heelsing will be wiped, have you I'm know traveled and kayaked, and then fought these undead skeletons, and then tracked through the woods, and yada yada. Yeah. yada. So you guys are all I... pretty wiped. Van wakes up, just kind of stretches his arms, goes, oh, that was a great power nap. Cast well, it's midnight, up, right? Wounds on it's himself. very late. All right, so I take the uh, the lantern and uh, go to the spot that Malachi has mentally like noted and told me this is where the tracks were, and we pick up the tracks and, and begin sneakily. We're going quickly, but when we get closer, right, we're going to try to sneak up and ambush these people. Well, you don't know what closer is. I'm going to lead us up until where the tracks stop and when we see them potentially we'll change tactic but basically uh as of now our ai scripting is follow tracks to them follow tracks until you see their location yeah. correct uh neil i well i mean i memorize spells so i have to spend a bit of time memorizing it's mm -hmm. uh 10 20 30 50 minutes memorizing okay 
Uh, so I cast Cure Light Wounds on myself. I got 4 HP. I cast it on Clifford. He's got 6. I ask him how he's feeling. Much better. All right, I can't I believe you can do myself. something like that. It's wonderful magic. I'm back to full health. Nice. Okay. And we set forth. Yep. Yep. Okay. Hold on, let me make some dice rolls here. I mean, would they have like a smoldering campfire or something that we come across? Because I don't think they might do. Draft. Potentially, we don't know yet. They probably aren't being that cautious. Yeah, because okay. I don't think they expect us to track them. So you follow these tracks until uh, your light, which you're kind of shining down towards the ground ahead of you, catches a horse um, off in the distance a little bit. Um, okay. And you see a stack of, not a stack, a group of three horses tied to a tree branch. Do they have a campfire going? Do they have light? You do not see a campfire. You don't see tents. You don't see other people. You just see three horses tied to a tree. Okay. okay. I, um, oh, yeah, you're in the lookout. Never mind. And this is, uh, how, how far in front of me am I seeing this? Uh, there may be 50 feet. Not very far. These are the okay. spells I have left, by the way. Are we in the middle of the forest, i.e. pitch black, or do we have starlight? You only have the lantern light. It's a lightly, it's a light forest, and the moon is... Um, it's a, like a quarter moon, a half moon. So if I were to move without the lantern, say, give it to Malachi and move off on my own, I would not be able to see. No. Um, no, you'd be in pretty much pitch black. I could unsheath the stuff and we just move away from it immediately, and it might still give enough residual light for us to find them. They, I um... think what I want to do is create essentially um, a hooded lantern, right? Um, but that's what you have, isn't it? That's what we have, yeah. Yeah, that's what we have. Um, hold on. So we all okay, that, that is what I have. It oh, is written on a hooded lantern. So I want to... Sorry, I, I, I want to create like a beacon is what I really wanted to say, right? I want to cover the light so that it only shines like where I point it. I'm, I'm creating like a torch, like a, a, a flashlight, mm -hmm. right? And so you use... want a bullseye lantern for that. I want a bulls. I'm creating a bullseye lantern. How are you doing right? that? What are you covering it with? I am going to take um, the uh, bag of flour and empty it. Hold uh, on, Like hold this, on. this saga. I... Do I know what you're trying to do? Because if so, I offer you one of my winter blankets. Um, sure, yeah. I, I, I'll tell him, like, hold on, let me make this. You'll Actually, you won't know what I'm trying to do, but you'll see me, like, rummaging around in my pack, like, looking for, like, long strips of things. I, like, look for a moment at, like, my tunic and think about cutting it, and maybe you offer me a winter blanket. Yeah, I say, would you like to use this blanket? Okay, yeah, excellent. And so then... I want to I strip, I want to cut strips on the blanket... And layer them over like the the lantern in like three hundred degrees, except for like directly. And how do you attach it to the lantern? Um, I'm assuming that there's like a place to hold it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming I can grab the top of a strip in the handle and let the length of it run down. And, like I'll have like a handful of them. Mm -hmm. 
like one in front. So there's just like a single beam of light, and we can use that to, to navigate. I uh, ask him, may I inquire as to what your plan is? I have some magic here that might be helpful for this. Well, I want to be able to see them and track them and get down there and potentially find them in the night. Um, but I don't want to alert them to our presence, and a, a, a large glow of light will, will potentially give us all away. Perhaps we could take our light out. We could go a short distance, because we know where they are, right? We can see them from here, right? Wait, I think I've got a better idea. Why don't we just take that winter blanket, wrap it around my stuff with the hole, and then use that as like a flashlight? Yeah, we could also just... Um, I mean, it's take... the same thing. Yeah, I think it'd be more powerful because it's like daylight for sixty feet. It'd just be like a beam. yeah, maybe it'd be too powerful actually. But we know where they are, right? We can see them from here. You can no. see the horses. But we if we turn that. our light off, we won't. Yeah. Oh, I, I think Croak's got the right idea. If if that lantern that he described works, Neil, let's just do that. Sure. Okay. okay. So I I arrange the, the strips and I'm holding them with the with the lantern. And I put the, the, the beam out there so that I can use it to kind of track where we're going and hopefully dampen the light and, and just get like a, a little bit out. Um, and I, I tell the party to, to follow us a, a, a bit distance away, keeping their eyes out um, and as quietly as possible. And then I begin trying to uh, move as silently as I can towards the, the group of horses tied to the tree. I, can I grab you on the shoulder really fast and say, wait, I want to cast a spell to see if we can take a little bit of preventative action here. And I want to, like, I, I kind of get myself informed. Do you want to sneak forward into their camp and see if you can find them with your light? Yeah, I want to make, I want to get a, I want to get to where they are and find them. Okay, Neil, I cast Augury. Ooh. Doesn't Augury... Here's what Augury says. Doesn't that require, like, a thousand GP dragon bones? <laughs> Let me double check. It probably does. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Can I change my memorized spell since I sure. feel like I would have known that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we had talked about spell components. Spell components are an optional rule, except for things that clearly require super expensive spell components. Like Otherwise, I could just make people die. Augury or, yeah, or um, yeah. identify still require their components. Um... The material component for augury is a set of gem inlaid sticks, dragon bones, or similar tokens of at least 1,000 GP value. Yeah. yeah. So, um, once you've got it, expended. yeah. Once you've got it, you can keep using it. That's fine. I'll just grab something else. I will it's gonna be fine. Neil wouldn't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> That's dangerous thinking, Malachi. Horribly chancy thinking. I would not have expected a wizard to put so much faith in the gods, Malachi. <laughs> Tis no normal god croak. <laughs> it is the god of gods, yes. I know, I know what I'm taking in this place. Alright, oh. so do you still want to cast a spell on me, or are we going to go forward with my no, plan? No, you just go ahead. I'll okay, so I want the party to follow behind slowly at, like, you know, a hundred feet distance, and I want to be, you know, ahead of them moving as silently as I can. Sure that we should approach the horses. What if we spook them? Maybe we should. Approach. Okay, maybe. Okay, I want you close enough that, like, if shit goes bad, like, I can uncover the, I can drop the, the, the cover on the lantern. Yeah. 
Right. All right. So Croak is going forward. Everyone else is staying back, but following from the following from, from a like distance. hundred or two hundred foot distance, so that like they're not. Yeah. So they're farther back, right? Okay. And they're not grabbing as much attention. Okay. Basically, I want my chance for my thief abilities to give me the best chance of, of actually sneaking up. Right, and your ability is, your uh, move silently is what? Move silently is 55. Okay. So you creep up. Now you've got this lantern that is more or less just signing straight ahead. Um, and you are creeping up. You see the horses. You creep mm -hmm. up to the horses, and your light shines on what appears to be a camp. You do see the remains of a fire pit. You also see what looks to be some canvas tarps, like tossed over some branches to form very crude tents. Uh, there seem to be three of them. Uh-huh. Um, but... Is there anyone on guard? Do I see anyone about? You don't see anyone on guard. You can actually see into one of these three tents with the positioning of your lantern, uh, uh -huh. but it is empty. It is empty. Okay. Um, you are right next to the horses at this point and maybe 30 feet from the first of the tents and 50 feet from the tent that you can actually see into. It's empty. The horses are here. I have to assume... I have to assume they can see in the dark because... Okay. Can I... I'd like to, can I like angle myself, like without moving closer in, like can I angle myself to get a view of each of the tents? Uh, yes. You'll have to move quite a bit though, because you're like, one of them you're broadsiding, so you'll have to move 90 degrees, but you're 30 feet, so that's like, you know, a nice big arc you've got to make. Can I arc, basically, yeah, can I keep my distance the same so I'm not like sneaking closer or like potentially mm -hmm. alarming them, but like sneak around so I can kind of sure. see in? Sure. You start to creep to the side when your light shines across a half-ogre with a mace in his hand who shouts, ATTACK! And leeches, leaps to attack you. So okay. roll initiative for the party. Yep. Uh, Croak, you roll it. You should do it, Croak. Four. We always go first, Neil. Yeah. Alright. How did that get unmuted? That's weird. Okay, cool. Uh, four versus their... Don't do it, Neil. Don't do it. Come on. <laughs> They're six. Yes. I shout, Malachi, the staff! And then I run forward into the fray and I cast Hold Person on the big ogre with the mace. Okay. Um, see, from your position, you can't actually see the big ogre. I run forward. Yeah, so yeah, you'd have to run I, uh, toward Croak is, but you can as see. Soon as, yeah, you as can soon as he there. shouts, I pull the thing off the stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you can get to where Croak is. Uh, you... Yeah. I can run up to 60 yards and then still cast a spell. Mm -hmm. All right. So well, I can cast it? Uh, saving, yeah, it's just a straight saving throw. I believe it's saving throw for spell. I'll double check. Yeah. And what's the duration on hold person? It lasts for two rounds of Ooh, level. Wait, six. is there a size limit on hold person? Right, wait, is he considered man size? He is large. He's large. Okay, in that case, I do something slightly different. I could, uh, I could cast light on him. 
yeah, cast light on him because I'm going to uh, throw darts at him instead if I can't. Or do we see the others when I run in? You don't see anyone, first off. Uh, as you run closer, you can see Croak probably taking a few steps back because there's a half-ogre with a mace in his hand coming after him. And then you spot the half-ogre, and that's all you see. All right. I cast lights on him, then. Yeah, he casts light. I'm going to throw darts at him because I can't use whole person okay. on him. Saving throw against the light is probably a fail. Yes, he fails his saving throw versus light. Two beams of light shine out from his eyes as he screams. Minus uh, four to hit, minus four to AC. Yes. I check my darts. Throw Uh, one. You'll get your second and third attacks at the end of the round. Eleven. Eleven minus minus four to AC makes that a hit. Yes. It's D2 then since he's large. One. Whatever. You do one damage? Yeah. All right. I, I'm not too surprised by that. When we were sneaking in with like a light source, I was going, they're going to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you hit him for one. Uh, Croak, your turn. Um, I don't really know what a hooded lantern looks like, but if I threw a hooded lantern at him and hit it, could I get the like oil to burn him really bad? Um, so think of a hooded lantern. It's, it's a lantern with like a metal sheath that wraps around the outside that you lift up to produce light and you can drop down to drown the light. So if you have it lifted up and you smack it against someone, in theory, you could break it on them and light the fire. Because I have like, yeah, I have like oil basically, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to do damage to him. I don't know. Maybe I'll just, fuck it. I'll just like drop the the covering on it so I get the full light, I guess. No, I'll just drop the lantern entirely. Uh, No, if you drop the covering, the light goes out. It doesn't matter. We've got light now. Yeah, yeah, we've got light. The lantern at him. So yeah, I drop the lantern, draw my broadsword. Let's try to stab him to death. Give me a roll to hit. Uh, Yeah, I don't get any other bonuses. Uh, nine, Thacko, no. 19. Ooh, Thacko, 19? Yep. No, just barely a miss. Damn. Off by one. Uh, what's Clifford do? Neil, I tell Ruben to stay with me. All right, Clifford comes running in uh, towards the half-ogre and misses badly with his short sword. All right. Um... Ruben stays with you, and Half Ogre's turn. He swings his mace roughly in the direction of Croak, but manages four to hit and misses. He crashes his mace into a branch and it shatters below it. Um, coming from uh, a tree on the kind of the opposite side of the camp, uh, not well, to the other side of camp from where the Half Ogre is rounds the nondescript man who picked up the halfling feet. He has a spear in hand, and he runs right towards Van. Okay. Ooh! It was almost a 17, but then it rolled over to a 3. It scrapes... uh, He he misses with his charge. Excellent. Um, While the fourth figure... Third Third. figure is... uh, Yeah, sorry. Uh, Third figure is nowhere to be seen. That's the tall, noble-looking guy. Nowhere to be seen. Alright. He's a fucking wizard. Um, Van Helsing, you get second and third attacks with your darts. Yes. Uh, which I'm not going... I can't, like, change target, can I? No. Uh, yeah, go ahead if you'd like to. 
That's fine. Well, I mean, will he get an attack of opportunity for me shooting at uh, the ogre with me? No, I don't think missile no. attacks will give you actually give attacks of opportunity. It's only fleeing in combat, yeah. Then I'll just stick with the, uh, the half ogre because we need to take him down. Sure. Two is a miss and 18 is a hit. Hit. Roll that damage. One damage. Right. Slowly whittling him down. Yes. Slow and steady wins the race. Oh. Unless uh, you're initiative. In Beat that. Uh, I haven't done it in a while. Nope. Half ogre goes first. Brings his mace, bearing against croak. Ooh, croak armor class. Uh, AC six. AC six. It's a miss, Neil. You know it. Minus, Minus four to hit. Six is a hit. It's just barely a hit. Okay. Um, Footman's mace is... Plus half ogre strength bonus. Oh, you take four points of damage. Yes. Bare yes. minimum. Yes. Nice. Um, the mace slams into Croak's shoulder. With a glancing blow, but it's really a strong glancing blow as the nondescript man with a spear stabs at Van again. Uh, it's still AC5 for you, Van? Yeah, AC5. Yeah. yeah. He misses. Okay. All right, I'll turn. Yes. I, I cast a hold person on the uh, the guy attacking me. Okay. All right. He needs to make a saving throw. Can't you cast uh, on both of them? Oh, no, the other guy is too big. Yeah. Yeah. Does he not get a negative to a saving throw because you only target one person? Uh, let me check. Whole person isn't AOE. Doesn't yeah, so matter. He fails. Cool. Can Woo! I insta kill him as like it's in combat, but he can't move whatsoever? Right. So you get a plus four to hit him right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if so you're I, out I of can't... combat, you can insta kill. In the meantime. Okay. Uh... So in the next rounds, I can just murder him. I think Here Neil, enemies that are held or unable to move. You auto hit. You auto hit. You auto right. Yeah, you I'm sorry. Auto you yeah. auto hit. You cannot auto kill unless combat is entirely done. That's yep. Fine. Yeah. Um, Croak or Malachi? Can I uh, sling any of them or not? Yeah, you could move to a position where you could sling either of them. Then I. Can oh, I also hit. You can... I'll sling at the ogre. I'll sling at the ogre. Okay, um, so you are firing into melee now since Croak is adjacent, but the ogre oh, right, is... Oh, sorry, that's that's what I was asking. Is there anyone I can oh. fire at that's not in melee combat with one of the party? No. The held person counts, doesn't he? Cause he's not yeah, but melee. you're still adjacent to him. Okay. Then... Um, what do I do? Run up to the ogre and hit him with your stick? No. Sure? <laughs> yep. Pretty sure. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Since I cast Hold Person, what I wanted to do is I wanted to go into melee with the ogre, but can I just move toward the ogre? Sure. he's no longer threat. Okay. Oh, then can I sling the other guy then? Yeah, that's an auto hit. Just roll some damage. Yeah. I, I forgot to say that. That's my bad. Yeah. Three. All right. You whap him once with the rock. Um, Croak, did you already get your attack this round? No. Um, Croak it up. I have a question. He's blinded, right? Is there a way, since he's engaged in combat and blind with uh, another fighter, could I slip behind him and potentially roll something to put myself in position for a backstab? Ooh, all right. So the sneak attack 
is supposed to be, he needs to be unaware of He you. needs to be unaware, but he's blind. And he's yeah. engaged in fighting with somebody else who's making a lot of noise and trying to kill him. must be behind so his victim. and must... a potential chance to, like, blindside this guy. Because he doesn't really know what's there. Plus, I'm, like, running forward now. So he's got, like, heavy chain boots stomping onto the ground. I would agree, Neil. I feel like... Yeah, I'll give it. Because he's blind and there's chain, you know... Uh, uh -huh. Van Heel sings in kind of heavy armor and jingling and whatnot. Um, uh -huh. So you get a back attack. Yeah, so you get right, plus four. four to hit, and then the plus other... Plus four to hit. Plus four to hit... Times two damage dice. Yes. Come on, Croak. Give me that roll to hit, Croak. God damn it. Nope. Seven, back 19. Wait, nope. what about the plus four? Nice. Oh, you added that. Oh, okay. Never mind. With Thacko 19? No. Thacko 19. He has minus 4 to AC. Yeah, but even if his AC was 10, you would yeah. still have missed. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. if his AC was 10, you would need a 9 to hit him with Thacko 19. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, what's his name? Um, Clifford's turn. He makes his two attacks. One of which hits, just barely. Ooh, for six points of damage, though. Nice shot, Clifford. Nice. Um, and uh, Ruben holds back. I think it's initiative time? It is indeed. All right, do it. I think this is going to... battle's about to end, though. What? <laughs> initiative? Uh -oh. I'll do it. Seven. Ooh, so. tie. Is there about... Are we going to get fireballed? No, I, I think you guys are about to win. Oh, okay. okay. Thank God. All right. <laughs> uh, but make your attacks at uh, the same time as the... Can I do the same thing? Because he missed, so he yeah. wouldn't get yeah, his Go ahead. I'm going to try it. Yeah. All right. Make your same back attack. He swings where he thought you were and, uh, and misses. Nice. Okay. Because, you know, you're not there anymore. <laughs> there you go. You sink your blade in between his ribs. Going right for the kidney. Give me that damage roll. So he's roll. large sized, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so I have to roll 2d6 plus 1 instead of 44. No, it should be 2d6 plus 2. 2d6 plus 2. That's right. That's yeah. right. 8. 8. You pierce through some of his ribs, hit to right where his liver is supposed to be, rip your blade out. And the ogre, half-ogre, collapses under his own weight and falls to the ground in a pile of blood and groaning mass. And then Van can just execute the other guy. Yeah, I, like, run all the way up to this ogre, and I just kind of stop and go... And I jog back to the guy that I just ran from and <laughs> kill him. All right, you slice his throat run. open with your scimitar, and he also collapses yeah. into the ground. I say, Malachi, we need the light. Find the last one. Yep, well... What do you mean? There's a third one with them. Nobody yeah, but I can't do anything. I can't do anything with the light, right? It's just, yeah, it's already, I'm, it's already. I'm off. saying like, I meant that as like follow. Yeah, yeah, okay. I grab, I pick up the stuff. Ruben, follow me. Okay. Uh, the two of you start searching through the camp. Uh, I know. I, I go to Van and Croak and Clifford. We're all together. I think we right. look at the camp first, see if there's. I, I ask Croak if he can track any prints like running away from the camp. Um. 
let's uh let's try let's uh check the camp area first i don't want to get surprised while i got my foot and my face in the ground looking at the the tracks let's see if he's here first and if he's not i'll, I'll take a look and see if he ran off somewhere very well okay so we we, we search the camp in the tents area no he's nowhere to be found okay if he's nowhere to be found then i'll, I'll look for a lone set of footprints leading okay. away now this is going to be a little harder to find yeah because yeah. it is dark you do have lights but it is still dark out that does well we have daylight oh, no, yeah we've got daylight staff is yeah, equivalent that's to true. daylight that's true so i need you to make a tracking proficiency check you get minus six for not being a ranger um plus seven for fresh no, the the seven was because of how many creatures and their mass and all oh. that sort of thing. Um, and I'll give you a plus two for the, you know, the terrain and everything. Okay. The, the light source, you don't get anything for light. Okay, so I need no. a you get a penalty if it's dark. Yeah. No, I need lower than ten, right? Fifty fifty. So you should have a total of penalty of four to your wisdom score. A total penalty of... No, no, no. It's seven, minus seven for no, not being a ranger. Minus six for not six. being a ranger, plus two okay. for... So I need a... So do I... If I match an 11, is that That's okay? Good. Or is that yeah, equal to or less than. Okay, so I need an 11 or better. Would have to be really, really unlucky. Oh, God! Darn it. Alright. Okay. You search, uh, but to no avail. You cannot find the tracks. Well, This we last figure has slipped through your fingers. I searched the body of the um, the half ogre. Has he got anything on him? Um, he has wealth on him. Yes. You find another forty gold coins. Does he have a ring or anything that might um, identify him? No. You have his right. name though from I earlier. Take his, I take his ear. Is it is it particularly non-human like? No, it's roughly human. It's just large and has a kind of a sickly yellow color to it. Yeah, that, that'll do. I'll, I'll take my dagger and cut off his ear and put it in my little belt where I've got my spell components. Mm -hmm. Are you sure his head would not be more convincing? I'm pretty sure this should do. I'm not carrying that head all the way back. Fair enough. Okay. He kind of looks at the asymmetrical half-ogre and cuts off the other ear for the sake of symmetry. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty in all things. Yes. What about um, the other guy? Does he have anything on him? I think we have three horses we just stole. He has, The other guy has some wealth as well. He's got 20 gold and 60 silver. So 60 gold, 60 silver, split between three is 20 each. Okay. So 20 silver, 20 gold each. I want to find the horse the half-ogre was riding and test it to see if it can carry my weight and stuff. Absolutely. I mean, it was carrying a half-ogre. It will fit you. Yeah. Nice. Well, looks like we all got horses. Hey, this was a profitable uh, day out. We should probably make camp somewhere else so as if this guy comes back, we're not Personally, easy if you want my advice, I say we simply we travel to the coast. We know where the coast is, right? Because... Yeah, we have, we have just slept, actually. I say we travel to the coast, we go along the coastline to our canoes, we row back to town, and then we just... How do you row back to off. town with horses? I think we need to take these horses, man. Yeah, fuck the canoes. There. How long would it take to at a fast gallop hold to get on, back to town? Could we have somebody lead the horses with a bit of rope, and then another person take the canoes? We could sell we those can, canoes in town. We can come back and get the canoes another day. Let's, let's just get to town. Very All right, well. so it's we like could, we could have uh, Mr. 
well, this might not be the best idea. I think we're going to want all five of us if we're going to drive back to town. But my thought was we could have a Mr. Clifford or a Mr. Rubin uh, take one of the take the boats uh, back and we could take the horses. But uh, if we're going to be riding five or seven days, perhaps we'll want all five of us. It may be time to give our trusty uh, life canoes the uh, old burial at sea. We, I believe we would make it back to town by daylight if we yeah, travel right. by land. How far is it now? Like 10 miles? It's like 20 miles back to town. Because you guys are pretty deep into the forest right now. So it's... Okay. 20 know. miles on horseback. How long would that take? 13 6. Um, uh, if the horses are can carry your weight, if they're not encumbered by your weight, you could do that in like 6 hours, 7 hours. Okay. Uh, All right, that makes sense. I say we ride back to the canoes. We have Clifford and Reuben take the canoes back to town. Wait a minute, no, because yeah. war horses require to have a slower movement rate. Actually, I think you would—that's like more or less most of a, a better part of a day getting back to town. Because it's a... one day, I think we can do the three of us. Mm -hmm. We could take the three of us on horseback. Have Clifford and Reuben take the canoes back to town. I trust Clifford. I agree. That's off of the middle of the, uh, another like three gold. To make it fifteen, if they go and take the canoes back. Well, you got to pay them twelve gold per day, and this will have been a two-day adventure for them. So you owe them twenty-four gold total. Why don't you days. just give them thirty gold? Call it good. Yep. All right. We say so. I give them. I give them the twelve for the first day. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just take that off mine. We can sort it out later. And then I say, I'll give you uh, another twelve when we're back at town, and an extra bonus if you can go and get the canoes and bring them there. Sure. Done. They agree to it. All right. Excellent. So we, we ride we, we ride what with them. Does the half ogre have any like notable like features, clothing, anything that would identify him as anything significant? No. Well he's a half ogre. That's pretty significant. Yeah, you, I, I meant like clothing, like any sort of emblem or something. His giant suit of splint uh studded leather is pretty much it. I think the ear shall suffice, Van. How many half ogres can there be in this forest? Fair point. All right. Uh, let's stay with Clifford and Reuben until we have to part ways. Agreed. Cool. So you guys all head back to the canoes, which you make it to. And I take my tent out and put it on the, the horse with me. Sure. Um, I think we take the horses along the shore, so we're mo more or less in eyesight of the canoes the whole time. Yeah, can we can we roll HP for our horses and give them names and stuff? Yeah, let's do that at the very end because we're pretty much done. Let's get you guys back to town first. Okay. Okay. So you guys head back to town. Um, it's pretty uneventful. It takes the better part. You know, the sun comes up, and by the time you get back to town, if you're following the coast, it's actually a longer route. Um, so by the time you get back to town, it is basically sundown. Um, it's been a long couple of days out yep. in the wilderness. Yes, it has. And our ship leaves tomorrow. Yes. It's time to sell a horse. Hmm. Is there a stable hand that's open that has a need for a war horse? That's true. We could... I might want to sell him. I would like to keep my horse. We'd have to take it on the ship, which would probably... I don't want to take it on the ship, yeah. yeah Let's just not? sell the three horses. Uh, horses not? don't like being on ships, and we'd probably have to pay extra. And then we'd I also have to pay to keep them in stables wherever we go. <sighs> yeah, it's true, but I really like the idea of having a horse. There's no point in just me having a horse, though, so... I don't think it's 
feasible for us to take care of three horses right now. I don't know, you know, I like my horse. I like it too, but we just can't take care of it right now. <laughs> Think of all the gold that's about to be in your pocket, though. You'll like that more. Yeah. What use is gold, really? Gold has many wonders power. uses, my friend. Yeah. I don't need coin for power. Alright, so you guys get back to town. It is basically sundown. This town... Let's see... Um, there is a stable master here who sell, who breeds and sells horses. Um, and if you go to him, he will buy your horses at a discounted price. He will pay you half what he would sell them for. What is the, how much is a war horse worth? Though two hundred gold for a heavy war horse. Riding horses are seventy-five. So you're looking at three hundred fifty gold divided by two. So you're looking at one hundred and seventy-five gold. One hundred seventy-five gold. Should yeah. we split that? Yeah, do it. Um, so what's that like? Fifty-seven inch each. Seventy-five over three. Fifty-eight, 58. Eight and the third. So we'd have fifty-eight and then one gold left over. Yeah, someone gets fifty-nine. I'll take the fifty-nine since I paid the mercenaries already. Yeah, sounds um, good. And did you pay the mercenaries all the money? Uh, the no, 24? no, yeah, I owe them another. I owe them another fifteen. Uh, okay. So someone paying fifteen gold. I'll do that as well. I'm fine. I've got loads of gold. Okay. Cool. And is there anything else you guys would like to do? Yeah, no, I want to go and find um, Kel Deodrin and give her the yeah, half agree. Yeah, we turn in our, our uh, quest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. We find the exclamation point. <laughs> we, find, we forgot to do that last time. I'm glad we didn't forget it again. Yes. Uh, you return to... You find where Kel Deodrin works, her little sheriff station. And she sees the two of you, the three of you come in. She goes, well... You're back! Yes. We found your half-ogre. I throw mm -hmm. the air onto her desk. Good riddance. Yes. He had, uh, he had another man with him. We slew him as well. I think that we... You shouldn't be expecting any more trouble from them. Excellent. Shall we discuss compensation? She jingles out some coins... Um, onto a table. There are 20 gold coins sitting on the table before you. And she slides them across. And for my friends? Could, for the sake of our math, could you add one more gold coin to that? She takes back two. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, right, six each. That's fine. Um, well... Nice doing business with you, uh, Cal Deodrin. I believe that we'll be leaving town on the morning. That's unfortunate. I have been given orders from the Baroness. Uh, ah, I need Reggie a here twice. needs to be taken to Fortune to stand trial for murder and smuggling illegal goods. Your testimony would see to his demise. Would a written testimony suffice? Uh, Signed by my hand? Yes, yes. If you give me paper and some parchment, I could write We that still up for need you. someone to transport him to fortune, and our. We are not currently. We do not have the numbers to do it ourselves. I was hoping you would volunteer for the project. I apologize, but we, we have a ship that we've already scheduled ourselves for that's leaving in the morning. I could suggest some men to you, Caldeodron. Please that do. That's true. There's a man named Clifford. 
You'll uh, recognize him with his... He has an iron short sword, and he should be with a, a younger man called Reuben. Seek I'll them tell out him about you. He, uh, he and I have become fast friends. I'll tell him about you. If you give him a steady supply of work and a steady supply of payment, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to work for you. Thank you. Where can I find this Clifford? I will tell... I'll find him and tell him to come to you. My uh, guess would be at the nearest brothel. He was looking for a pretty lady and he just came into a bit of coin. I, I found him not at the uh, not at Jacob's pub, but the the other establishments in town. Mm, the sloppy alehouse. That's it. Yes, so affectionately named. I found him in there. You you won't miss him. He's loud, obnoxious, strong. Gets the job done. Thank you. Nah, if there's nothing else. Nope, that's it. I think. Okay. Take oh, can I have a like five second scene with Clifford? Yes. Okay. I walk up to him and I uh, just just on my own in the bar somewhere and I say, uh, you're going to be uh, compensated for uh, transporting a prisoner out of here. Um, I would very much like if that prisoner were to get lost somewhere along the way. Here's 20 gold to see that that happens. He takes it, gives you a nod, and just goes back to whatever he was doing before. Trying to play it cool. You sly dog. Securing your uh, trade line of halfling's feet. He's going full Kraya on us, is what's happening. It's only a matter of time before we slay him, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and skeletons. You defeated six skeletons. Did someone say 1600 XP? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe total, but not divided among three. It's alright. The other two will let it go this time. So I guess <laughs> 2,700 individually is out of the question then? Yeah. Ah. Um... Let's see. Hey, we survived another session, guys. Yeah. It was looking I... pretty dicey there for a while. That skeleton encounter scared the shit out of me. Yep. I was expecting a necromancer to show up. Halfway through the fight, I realized that Animate Dead was like a level 4 spell. Mm -hmm. I thought, mm -hmm. you know, maybe we should avoid this. <laughs> I wasn't even worried about that. I was just worried we'd go down to the crypt and get swarmed by, like, a thousand skeletons and just die. Yeah, that's a bad way to go as well. I just was really confused about the skeletons. It just didn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, I, I still kind of want to check it out. But... Well, you guys back, won't back. be going back there probably in the, for the uh. foreseeable future. So, basically, so skeletons can be raised either through necromancy or sometimes undead are created in moments of great distress and triumph. And these people's uh. town was sacked and burned for treasure, and they rerose defending their temple. Did uh, killing them and saying some words over their body help them pass on? No, there's still a shit ton more down. Well, not a shit ton. There were another five in the crypt, unguarded, that you guys hadn't got to. Plus the one that retreated to the crypt. But there was some good treasure down there. We're talking lots and lots of treasure. So. Yep. Now we can't go back, Neil, or it'll be metagaming. Uh, you could go back, but it'll be a while because you're headed off to Redport right away. Mm. And you know, I've just had a change of heart. <laughs> <laughs> let's head back to that crypt. Um, let's see. What other experience do you get? Uh... Quest. No, I'm just trying to do group experience. You got um, okay. your quest, you got skeletons, you got the ogre, you got the other fighter. 
you found the secret room. Mm. Um, I think that's it for group experience. Sounds about right. Okay, so that is 492 experience each. Uh, if you have high, uh, prime requisites, give that another 10%. I'm sorry, say that again. I, I like I heard you, but it didn't register. 492? 492. Yes, but if you have uh, your prime requisites, 16 or higher in your prime requisites, it's actually 542 or 543, whatever. 541, I believe. Um, yeah, because I, I was keeping fractions, so it doesn't matter. Uh, then let's do individual experience. Everyone's favorite part of the day. Where are we here? Um, oh, also, since you were traveling so far, I think, Malachi, your spells had to be... Your spell learning got reset. Well, no, hang on a minute. Because you're traveling on horseback all day long. Yeah, but how many hours of travel was it? Because I got it from the day before. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If he couldn't have studied on horseback, I would have suggested he took the canoe. No, and you would have had... Hmm? I could have done that, technically, but... Yeah, if he had taken the canoe... Okay. And we could have had somebody else on horseback. Okay, sure. Oh, Done. Thanks, Neil. All right. Um, oh, I should mark on the calendar when your shit is... Da, 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 da. Um... So you've already rolled the, the, the learning chance, or have you not rolled it yet? I have. I know whether or not you're going to succeed and how long it will take if you do succeed. You better not be screwing me, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your shit. <clears throat> Victory feels sweet. I was okay. scared for a while that that guy was going to show up and magic missile me while I was just standing <laughs> around. I when he said this fight is almost over, I was just like, "We're going to get fireballed, aren't we?" We're that gonna... was my thought. Yeah, I was ready for. I was bracing for fireball. It was no, the way you no. said it, Neil. It was the way you said it. Well, thank you. That was not the intent, but thank you. Um, <laughs> let's see. It's like the DM who rolls and goes, "Ooh." <laughs> you, you never know what it is, <laughs> you know, but you don't like the sound of it. Yeah. See, player has a clever idea. We, I don't think we there was anything that. No, no, Croak given the halfling feet to yeah. the half ogre. Oh, we walked out and met them. That totally counts. I yeah. think we would have died there if we had fought. That was quite yeah. clever. Uh, take a hundred experience for that croak. Actually, that's an idea that saves the party. That's not just yep. a clever idea. That's a full yep. idea that saves the party. So why don't you take um, two fifty for that? Nice. Thank you. Earned it. Um, you guys all killed it today with your role playing. So two hundred to everyone for role playing. Plus ten percent or not? Plus ten percent on all these things, yeah. Yep. You guys were on par. I particularly enjoyed Malachi's exchange with Keldeodrin. Yeah, <laughs> that, was... <laughs> that was great. You may go now. <laughs> <laughs> um, defeat creature in single combat. No, 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 no. We have no warriors left in the party. Uh, priest, for successful use of granted power, hey, turn undead. I'll take 100 experience for that. Uh, nice. I got the hold person. Um, you don't get it for spells, right? You only get it for... You get spells cast to overcome foes or problems. Oh, oh right, sorry. Okay. I thought that was the same thing. No. Um, so 100 for turn undead. 100 for turn undead. Um, hold on. Okay, so then you get a hundred experience for your successful cast of hold on a hold person. 
It's 50 per level, right? Right, and it's hold okay. person's second level, so that's 100. Um, I don't think the Cure Light wounds really count for no, these No, I things. did use something else. I'm trying to remember what. Oh, I used a Charm Person to try and make Clifford more manageable. Yeah, I'll give you... What is that? Is that second level as well? Yeah. Take another uh, 100. Did you count the Bless, since that helped us in the fight with the Skeletons, or no? No, I don't think so. Okay. Right. I don't think that actually came into effect. Um, but yeah, the, not not for that. Uh, wizards, you get 50 for your light spell. The question is, do I get it for the read magic? No, but if you for every spell that you successfully research, I will give you 100, or uh, that you successfully learn, I'll give you 100 experience per spell level. Okay, so I get 100 because I cast light twice, right? Once? Twice? Oh no, I didn't get Once. to cast on the second guy. Yeah. Once, yeah. Get held. Um, rogue, per successful use of a special ability, you did successfully pick a lock and move quietly. Yes, you did. Uh, actually, the move quietly didn't make a difference. Did the? Um, do I get one for the backstab? It did fell him. I guess that technically is a special ability. So yeah, it's 400 for rogue abilities. Per gold piece value of treasure obtained. So Fine. the treasure I actually obtained uh, was 149 in gold pieces, but I also have the six gems. You gained 149 gold? Yeah. 100. Um, I had uh, 100 from the uh, treasure. I had mm. 25. Uh, no, I, I, I'll believe you. I'll believe you. I had, okay. Fucking croak, man. You get 3,149 experience for treasure. Jesus Christ. 3,149? Okay. Yeah, okay. those gems are worth 500 each. <laughs> Woo! Okay, in his defense. Um, oh, thieves are terrible in combat. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's what you need. You know, the thieves get that extra experience for the gold to kind of keep them relevant. So yeah. I'm that's why they needed less probably, I yeah. definitely gain a level. Level five is achieved. Okay, Jesus but does you don't get Christ. to level six though, do you? Greg no, is now no, not even game. close to level six. Good, good, good. All right, Croak, give us an experience roll, not an experience roll, uh, an HP roll. Please don't roll another one. All right, die six. Don't fail me now. Another six. Doesn't like that command because I forgot an R. <laughs> <laughs> I successfully rolled three ones. I can't believe on it. On HP. All right, you get another thirty skill points to divide how you will. This puts you at level five. Yes. So I finally get Faco eighteen and improved saving throws. Yes, you do. Uh, do you need me to read off your saving throws? Um, I can get them from the book. Okay. I'm not um, that far from level three. I'm getting pretty close. Seven hundred and. 86 needed. Yes. Next time. Also, your backstab multiplier is times yes, three now. now. It's three times damage dice. Yes, it is. And I think that's it. Yeah. For you. And now it's 20,000 to the next level. Yeah, it's, it's a big one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Malachi and Van Helsing, how close are you guys to leveling? Let me add it. Oh, to what that's I have. not the right screen. I need 786 Close. to level 3. I need plus 33, 26. 
4470 any about 1500 okay close 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 all right guys well good game today this was fun another good game i've been yeah, looking fun. forward to this um yeah that's it that's it for hardcore heroes today we'll have shenanigans tomorrow if anyone here wants to hop in go for it if not don't worry about it we'll get you another time and i think that's all do you guys have anything interesting coming up that people should be aware of um no i'm just doing not not until tax season ends at least <laughs> perhaps soon not yet i'm not ready to say anything yet Ooh, ooh, i like it get the tease all right mysterious yeah cool i think someone here will probably make another discussion thread for this week's yes. i'll go I ahead might. and throw that up right now all right uh, I love to hear what y'all say. Come, yes. come talk about it. I think us. we all do. I check it every day. Yeah. Uh, I check all the YouTube comments as well. I'm a bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to the to the Reddit thread. I, I love it when I when everyone comes and talks. So yeah, right. Cool. So that's it. We will see you guys later uh, tomorrow for more D and D. And if you stick around right now, we're gonna play some more Lords of the Realms because that game is like cracked to me right now. Um, <laughs> and if yeah, that's it. Bye-bye, everyone. Take care. See you later. Bye. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Heroes. How are you guys doing this fine morning? Not bad. Neil, how are you? Good. Evening. <laughs> how yep. about you? Uh, Sean and, 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 and Croak? Croak. It's just Croak. Croak. I, don't, I don't have a name. <laughs> um... I'm doing well. I, I was sick most of the week, so I was, you know, laying in bed, fevers, trying to creep on the, the Neil streams, but ran into spoilers, so left and did other things. And it, it's going to lead to a very busy week next week, so I don't know, I guess anticipation for lots of work? I don't know. Yeah, I've had a uh, pretty light week, mostly just playing games, doing a little bit of work, but... Next week is the week where I have to do all the work, because I go into spring break after that, so everyone's like, midterms! Ah. Uh, students say, we'll keep playing games all day. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's just, it'll last forever, right? It is great. Yeah, it lasts forever, man. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants to recap what happened last week? I'll, I'll skip this one if somebody else wants to take it. Uh, is anyone close to leveling? No. I'm like 3,400 away. How much are you away? 3,000. Oh shit, well maybe I, I should do it. Yeah, have Malachi right. do it. Okay, so we started last week on the shores of our island that we were uh, abandoned on at the end of the previous episode. Mm -hmm. Quickly set upon by the um, the remaining hobgoblins and their leader, which was some colossal female hobgoblin with a giant club who executed one of the crew members and then attacked us on the beach. We all thought we were done for, but I managed to Malachi managed to slay the beast, saving the party. <laughs> Actually, wow, Nick appeared. Uh, and then we went to the Hobgoblin's camp, found Corny's body staked, and the captain murdered. So we um, we smoked them out. Really, we started a fire in their little burrow and murdered all our children and babies, and that was all good. And we uh, took some canoes, sailed across the mainland, found a forest filled with giant spiders, which um, Sean quickly advised us that we should GTFO, and we did. 
carried on sailing up the coast, arrived in a small town with a few um, halflings around called Anvil. Chilled out there for a little bit. Found word that some halfling, halfling feet smugglers were in operation, and there was a wizard and maybe a warrior who had some, you know, halflings that they'd murdered, and uh, someone wanted our help. So Krog talked and ran into helping us, into letting us help them. We went there, slayed the warrior and the wizard, took his spellbook, reported the original guy to the authorities, had him arrested, and there we go. All right. Uh, that was a pretty good recap, so mark down 100 experience for that. And right. let's pick up where we left off. It is probably mid-afternoon, little, little after mid-afternoon in Anvil. You guys are just chilling. Uh, you've come back from doing your thing. The sheriff, Keldeodron, has taken uh, your companion, Reggie, and Reggie. dragged him away. That was his name. Yeah. That poor kid. Ah, no love lost. Yeah. Can I follow uh, Mrs. Deodran? I'd like to to chat with her as she uh, drags my friend away. Um, no, she like she dragged him off a couple hours ago while you guys were looking around and looting. Okay. Yeah. Can I find the constable? Um, yeah, you can look around town and find her. Um, Excellent. Yeah, so you guys head back to Anvil, I think, or you've already headed back to Didn't Anvil. Didn't we already go back to Anvil? I don't really remember. But you're back at Anvil not, now. If we're if we're back at the barn, then I want to go down in the cellar. You want to go down in the cellar? Well, yeah. I mean, Van wouldn't let me earlier, but I, I, I want to <laughs> see what's there. I mean, I don't stop him now because the I already told uh, the Kel to go down, and she went down and cleared it. Like, oh, there's nothing good down there. So I don't, I don't really care yeah. at this point. Okay. Uh, How far head... is the barn? Sorry, sorry, no, go on. Uh, the barn? How far is it from Anvil? Uh, like an hour and change. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, yeah, I won't go back without them. I'll wait for them. Okay. Uh, so you want to head down into the barn, down into the, the hidden pit below. Yes, that's that is correct. I want to go down the trap door where it smells awful. Yes. Looking for the appropriate soundtrack for such a moment. <clears throat> Are you going with him, Van? Yeah. Does it smell like rotting flesh down there? Smell, yeah, it smells like death. Okay, I think Van would go down to um, say some words over any bodies he finds. Are you two really going to go down there? It smells awful. The hatch is now open. You guys are discussing while you're standing above it. Krug, we're, not... we're not discussing while standing. We're discussing while Croak goes down. Yeah, I, I start to walk down. I turn back to Malachi and say, "The dead deserve a blessing in their departure." I cannot believe this. Well, I'll uh, I'll keep guard up here. And I, I'd walk away from the hatch. I'm not going down there. All right. Who's going down first, Croak? Is that you? Yes, sir. The area below you is lit with a lantern. Um, as you head down the steps, you come to... The steps just go into a large open room, maybe 20 feet on a side. There are tables along the back. And there are a series of vices stuck to the oh. tables. And there are implements of sawing and hacking and axes about. Mm -hmm. Off in a corner, you see a heap of small bodies. Stumpless. Stumped. Small bodies. Um, More than, say, six halfling feet worth. 
Yes. Okay. There is blood covering the ground and the tables. There is still a single halfling stuck on a table with each of his legs stuck in a vice. A bloody, rusty saw lying next to him. There is a human lying dead on the ground in the middle of the floor. I think that's Reggie's friend there. Um, Van, can you take a look at that halfling chained up there? Is, is it clearly missing its feet? Yes. Okay, never mind. I don't care about it. Um, <clears throat> I want to kind of walk around and look potentially for any, like, where they may have stashed extra halfling's feet. Um, because I feel like there's more bodies here than the six that were in that cart. There are some stacks of hay uh, uh-huh. stacked about. Um, so you start digging through those, but you don't find any halfling feet in there. Uh-huh. Dan just goes okay. around the room, kind of like saying words over corpses, trying okay. to give blessings. Most of the corpses are stacked in one pile. And as you say your words, you notice some of these are have been rotting for a while. Piles of maggots are squirming in and out between the bodies, and there's all sorts of bugs crawling around it. A large trail of ants lead away into a corner, along with beetles, worms. Okay. I, I take think... out my uh, metal climbing piton and uh, begin kind of tapping the walls as I go around, kind of listening and looking for any potentially secreted areas. Um, and then do the same thing with, like, I guess my sword's longer. I'll do that just kind of with the tip of my sword on the floor as I go around as well. Okay. Um, at one point along the back wall behind where the halfling is viced, like literally behind where the halfling is stuck, mm-hmm. the dagger hits a hollow area. Okay. I make mental note of it and then keep banging around like I was. It's the only spot in the room. Perfect. Um, I tell Van, um, uh, why don't you and me take these uh, poor fellas down? Uh, they have clearly been desecrated and disgraced here, and we should get them as much as we can to the surface and, uh, and give them a proper burial, wouldn't you say? I don't know if we have the time to do that ourselves. I can, I can pay one of the peasants and ask him to do it for us. All right. Why, why don't you Why don't you do that? I I feel some uh, form of uh, I don't know great despair for these people. I'd like to try it myself. Um, and I begin taking down the uh, the halfling that uh, is over the the uh, hollow spot. Yeah, Van smiles and just kind of goes, "Croak, I'm I'm proud of you." And just kind of <laughs> walks up the stairs. And I, I want to look for a, a peasant and offer him three gold to bring up the bodies and arrange There them. are still many peasants gathered around the front of the barn. Um, yeah, I, I just offer three gold to any group that can um, is willing to like go down. I, I say that there's like rotting bodies down there, and if anyone's willing to go down, bring them up and arrange for a proper burial, I'll give them three gold. You immediately get a dozen volunteers. Good. Uh, um, yeah, I just say they can divide it amongst themselves, and uh, I give them three gold. Okay. Uh, they quarrel, but they'll figure it out on their own, and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, Malachi, you notice that not really any of them have been looking at you. It's been uncomfortable. It's they've been like very intentionally not looking at you. It's one of those <clears throat> moments I'm where comfortable you're comfortable with that. Okay, I think I'm just uh, leaning against the wall of the barn by the by the hatch, and I'm uh, just leafing through um, Silfrey's spellbook. Okay. All right. Uh, so, um, 
You have a few moments Talk to yourself, it. Croak. Huh? You have a few moments to yourself. Okay. Well, if I have a few moments to myself, I'd like to open up this hollow spot real quick and look at it. Um, look in. So you have the this bench. It comes to about waist high. Uh, and on it are a couple of vices. And there was a halfling like propped up against a wall with its legs sticking out across the bench and then into the vices and hacked off. Uh, you've since removed the halfling, but there's still this bench here. It's a fairly long bench, but you can probably wiggle it out if you want. Sure, I'll wiggle it out. Okay. Um, hmm. What is your wisdom score? 15. You have 15 wisdom? I do. Okay. Uh, as you, you know, look around, you see at the bottom of this area, there's a little notch pulled out from the boards that make the wall. Uh, and you think you could probably put a finger in there and pull it out. I'll gently put a finger in and pull the notch, uh, notch board out. Make me a saving throw versus uh -oh. death. Okay. That's a fail. You put your finger in and you push, you just gently graze something and then you hear this and a blade, a heavy blade comes down and chops off the last two inches of your finger. Ow. Saw that coming. That um, sucks. You take one point of damage, but you are now literally missing which, you, what, are you right-handed? I am right-handed. All right, you are missing the last two knuckles on your index finger of your right hand. Okay. That sucks. Um, uh, and I mean, I, I assume you're probably in some amount of pain here as yeah. the peasants come down. I do my best to, to hide it um, and uh, like kind of like wrap it in uh, my cloak or whatever and begin giving them like directions. Like, all right, I want you three on these bodies here and these over here. And like, I begin trying to mess with the other bodies okay. until I get alone again. Give me give me a wisdom check to see if you can really hide the pain of just sure. having your finger amputated. Because that seems pretty difficult. That's a pass. Shit, okay. Uh, yeah, you managed to, to keep it under wraps. Um, well enough that they don't notice. Uh, and they start hauling bodies out. It'll take a few minutes. Okay. I think after all the peasants start to go down, I close the book and say to Van, so what's down there? Anything interesting? No, simply nothing good. Everyone keeps saying there's nothing good down there, am I to assume that there's a bunch of feetless halflings? Yes, that would be a safe assumption. I wonder why Croak wants it to go down. He said he had some great despair over the bodies stuck down there. I think he might be finding the spiritual side. I didn't realize Croak was such a fan of halflings. We all have our weaknesses. Indeed. I suppose they both are funny looking. <laughs> Strange little man. Hmm. Points. Perhaps they have some sort of kinship on that front. Uh, this smell is really driving me insane. I shout down the hatch. Croak, are you coming? I'm going to take my time with these bodies here and make sure that the peasants get them out right. Uh, if need be, uh, I can meet you back in town. Neil, I, I mentioned like a few sessions back that Van was trying to like learn about the different cultures in Shirebrook. 
Yes. Would I would I know anything about how halflings tend like do they prefer cremation or burial? That is a very interesting question. Let me see. Um there's not a very big halfling population, but you were going out of your way to do that if I recall correctly. Yeah, I was I don't remember what I was trying to find out, but I was specifically trying to find out more about halflings and like all the different races. So most of the the human population is almost exclusively buried in crypts underneath um, churches and temples. That's usually where they are. Sometimes you'll have no nobles who are buried out in uh, barrows off into the distance, or people of high standing are sometimes put off in different barrows. Um, that's usually how the humans go. Halflings prefer to be buried um, in small cemeteries near halfling groups of villages. So they, they have a separate preference. Okay, so I guess when I see one of the peasants come up, I just kind of give them that instruction. Like, if you can bury them all sort of... Like, I, I assume that there's... It's a small cemetery. I ask if they can all just kind of be buried together. Halflings tend to make a first stick together in life and in death. Ah, there we yeah. go. Uh, the people will do your bidding. Okay. Just dig a big hole, throw them in. I don't know if mass grave was what he was getting at, but... Well, that's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> well, uh, Van, are, you, are we going to wait for Croak, or do you want to head back? Uh, we should wait for him, but let's get a bit of distance between us and this barn. I don't know how much longer I can tolerate the smell. Yeah, agreed. Right. Okay, I guess we walk... There was a hill, wasn't there, uh, just outside the outside the barn? Um, yeah, there are some slight hills in, in and around the area. Yeah, I think we crested a hill. I think Van wants to kind of go out like under the shade of a tree and look at some nature after seeing that cellar full of amputated bodies. Okay. Is there a is there a nice hill with a tree on the top, Neil? Yeah. I'll go and sit below the tree on the top of the hill. Okay. Uh, Croak, the bodies yeah. have been carried out, and now it's just you alone in this blood-stained room that still reeks of death. Uh, the... Sorry, I was measuring two inches off my finger. Um... <laughs> The <laughs> maggots and other things that were feeding on the dead are now scattering around the room looking for more food. Alrighty. Um, I throw them a bit of my finger. And, oh, that's uh, gross. I'm going to instead take the uh, climbing piton this time and uh, try to just gouge this piece of wood out. Okay. You get the climbing piton in there and it hits that metal blade that come to, came down and you manage to work it at the right angle and pull. And not just the board, but the next five or six boards together all fold out as if the wall kind of like folds down in half in the middle. Um, Alrighty. Um, I peer in, see what I can see before taking another step into it or, or reaching in. It's a two and a half foot wide hallway, maybe six feet tall, about the height of the room. Mm -hmm. uh, you see down at the bottom, there's a kind of a, looks like a small guillotine, basically, mm -hmm. uh, that had come down on your finger, but you don't see any other traps the hallway is unlit, and the position of the lantern is on the wall, the same wall that this thing pulled out of, so not really, no light is going down there. Very little so I'll, light. I'll uh, pick the lantern up off the wall, mm -hmm. um, assuming that it, like, I'll, I'll, in the main room, get that lantern and then bring okay. it with me and go down the hallway. Okay, the hallway proceeds for 20 feet or so before it opens up into a rough chamber. I should mention none of the walls here are boarded up. This is all uh -huh. just dirt walls about you. Okay. Okay. You go down the, the hallway and you come to a chamber, maybe eight feet by eight feet. 
there are stacks of bags and a small chest, as well as various other implements of death and dismemberment. Okay. Um, I give the... uh... The chest is made of what here? It is a wooden chest braced with bronze. Okay. It has like a padlock type of thing. Mm-hmm. I give the, the padlock a fair inspection. I'm as overly cautious at this point, not wanting to lose more digits on my fingers. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of poke around with it um, as I, uh, I try to gauge whether or not I'm going to lose more fingers. And then I will attempt to pick said lock. Is that a find-remove traps check I'm hearing when you say you're gauging it? Sure, that's what you'd like me to roll. Uh, well, what is your find-remove traps percentage? It's very low. It is 5%. All right. You detect no traps. I didn't think I would. All right. Um, I then try to pick the lock. What's your lock-picking percentage? Uh, my lock-picking percentage is 45. Look, what if you just die in this... Yeah. Uh in the cellar. Well, then that would be a really shitty way to lose a character, but it could happen. It's true. Right. I'm surprised you only took one damage when you got your finger literally hacked off, but... Need that hail scroll, no? Yeah. It would be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? Okay, think of luck. I mean, you don't have to do it at a certain point. I can do it whenever. So if we survive for a while, Crook will just one day grow a finger back. Nice. Yeah, but you gotta be at level 11 or something to cost uh, it. Uh... You pull out your lock picks, you sit down there, and after two minutes of fiddling with this thing, you finally get it to snap, and the lock opens up. Okay. Um, I, uh, I'm going to step away from the, the chest and try to open it at a distance with, uh, with my blade. How long is I'm your blade? What? That's a broadsword? Broadsword. Okay, so it's like a th- two and a half foot blade, three foot blade maybe? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I'll try to stand at like an angle from the chest if possible. Sure. Uh, you get the blade stuck in there and you lift the chest top open and it falls back with a, a clatter on the ground. Uh, I peer inside. Inside, you see a small pile of coins and a few gems. I will put them all in my second large sack. Um, so I have one large sack with halfling's feet and one large sack with now coins and gems. Yeah, this is a lot of coins, though. It's a lot of copper and silver. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're talking pounds and pounds of pounds. Okay. Um, so do you you say you have a large sack? Is that like a backpack or is that a sack that's going to hang off your belt? Because there's um, maybe too many I coins to fit in a belt pouch. I two large sacks from the player's handbook. So let's read large sack. Two large sacks. That's a monster manual. Um, I want descriptions, not... There we go. Sack. Large. Weighs a half pound. I doubt we'll see a description for a large sack. No, I don't see one either. Yeah. Um, sure. You can A large sack has to fit like a body or something, right? Uh, it weighs half a pound, so I think a half pound sack is pretty good. I think it's pretty good sized. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure, you can load up the coins in here. The sack, um, you can tie the ends around it to keep it shut. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is probably in the order of 300 coins, 400 coins. Okay. So that's going to weigh eight pounds, six to eight pounds. Um, so it'll be very obvious and jingly. And huh? 
you know, it, it's going to be clear that when you're carrying this sack that it's filled with something heavy and, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the can I, the can I put the, the sack in my backpack so that, like, it's sack inside backpack? Sure. That'll okay. help disguise it. Yeah, that's that's my point for disguising it there. Um, there were there were sacks in here as well. Yes. Um, I'm going to. Uh, I think the, using the broadsword here is is working well in Croak's mind. He's not lost any more fi- uh, fingers. He's going to kind of poke a, a hole in one of the sacks with his with his sword. Okay. Uh, you kind of rip a hole in one of these sacks. And inside you find looks to be food rations and supplies in this first one. You move on to another sack and you find skeletal small feet. Uh, clearly any flesh on here has rotted away. There's still you know, little bits of sin. Can I roll like a some kind of like knowledge or intelligence check to know what I know about the sale of halfling's feet? Um, well, you're a rogue. Uh-huh. You've been around the block before. Halfling's feet are considered things of great luck. If you carry a halfling's foot on you, supposedly, you know, life will life will treat you well. Um, mm-hmm. They are highly prized and highly illegal for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the superstition around them. They are expensive. On the on the buying and selling of halfling's feet does like is there like a level of quality right are we talking about like shrunken head like preserved or are we talking like hacked off and bloodied does a skeleton still count right like that's kind of what croaks skeletal mind. feet wouldn't really count maybe someone yeah. might think of it or maybe someone would want to powder some halfling feet bones for mm-hmm. something but generally speaking you want um uh kind of like mummified halfling's feet sort of i things. spend some time looking for like the the product right what's your intelligence score uh my intelligence is a 12. okay as you're digging through these you get the distinct impression that these feet while they are small are not broad enough to be halfling feet they look more like children wow interesting i examined the halfling's feet i took from the the traveler from the from the uh cart upstairs they're nice and hairy and broad definitely halflings um, I leave this uh, this place and back up and out of the, the cellar. I will close the hatch behind me and try to wiggle the bench back so that it's concealed again. Done. Okay. How long did that take, Neil? Uh, I think he was probably gone for 15 minutes. Okay. Um, I think Van is a little bit suspicious of that because he knows all the bodies have been brought up at that point because the peasants stopped bringing them up. Yeah. Were uh, you sitting with me under the tree, Van? Yeah, I think we were probably arguing about arcane and divine magic again. Yeah, but uh, at some point, I say, he's certainly taking his time down there. What do you think he's doing? I'm not sure, but I have a feeling his spiritual side might not be quite as blossoming as I thought it was. Hmm. Well, maybe we should ask him about it. Uh, Maybe you should ask him about it. I believe so. When I reach the the top of of the... When I get out of there again... I, I uh, try to find Van. Um, like I, I am specifically like calling out, like, "Hey, Van, uh, where you at, buddy?" Like, and uh, I'm looking you. for you. Yeah, we wave at you. All right, I make my way over and and I produce my bloodied finger and I say, "Van, I I think that uh, while I spent some time down there in the hatch, and uh, I feel like 
I feel like uh, you might need to come down and look. I got my uh, finger sawed off in a trap down there, and uh, I think that uh, our work may not be done. Van just kind of looks puzzled. He says, "Losing, uh, avoid losing any more digits. Regenerating lost limbs is the school of necromancy. I, I have no power in that, or I have limited power in that sphere. Uh-huh. Never will I be able to replace any lost limbs." I think he goes off to a uh, a hatch, or he goes off to the hatch that you found. What happened down there? Your whole I was poking around thinking that maybe there would be something uh, more to this operation, because it seemed like there wasn't a whole lot of halfling's feet. We only found the four of them. Um, and I got my finger caught in a, in a trap, but uh, it, I couldn't open it. So I was I was telling you all, you might be able to look more into it. And uh, I, I will ask you to come down and join me and Van uh, and, and take a look at this. Yeah, when I get there, do I see, like, the guillotine that cut his finger off and everything? Um, no, because he replaced the wall. So you just oh, see okay. the same room. Um, this time you may notice a finger lying on the ground being swarmed by ants and maggots. I'll go down um, then. I'll hold my, uh, my cloak over my mouth. With... Oh. I point at the at the place where there's a little notch in there, and I, I say, "This is where my finger got cut. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't open it, but there might be something on the other side. Do any of you have any ideas? Do you have like a portal opening spell or something, Mister Malachi?" Uh, Neil, would I have knowledge of so like I you know I know healing magic, but I also worked with the people who did healing at the table. Would I know that you could sew a finger back on? Can't be done. Will my the end of my staff fit in the hole? No, your staff is a little big. So I try that. I like jam my try and jam the end of my staff in there. I say, well, croak. Unless you've got any more spare fingers. Ah, sir, I don't want to lose no more fingers. Now, maybe if if you guys don't know, maybe we'll just tell the the constable about this down here. Maybe she'll have a have a looky loo at it. Uh, get some men down here to open it up. Are there any like, like any big hammers or like a mace? I want like a mallet or a sledgehammer or something. Yeah, there is a large I just hammer. Hammer that hollow. Okay. Open. Um, in order to get to that area, you have to like crouch yourself underneath this table because the table's still in the way. Oh, can we move it away? Yeah, totally. Right. I guess I just kind of like. I'm I'm a little bit worried when he mentioned traps, so I think he hooks the hammer around it and just tries to pull a leg back. Sure. The table works its way out eventually, and you get it into the middle of the room. And you can pound away at the boards there. They start snapping away, and pretty quickly you've cleared up a, a large enough area to see inside, and there's clearly the, the guillotine mechanism down below. Uh, so it, is it, like, clearly deactivated at that point then? Since I Yeah, it's the okay. dropped to the ground. I guess I just kind of, like, peel it out and toss it off to the side, and then... Can uh, we all see the hallway now? Yeah. Well, Vana, it looks like you did it. Should we uh, check it out? Uh, you, you go first, man. I, I don't want to lose none of these uh, these fingers or anything again. I look back at uh, Croak, and I think for a moment. I look at the... Have you got, like, holding a rag over your uh, finger? Yeah, I've got, like, my shirt or something, like, holding it. I don't know. Is it, like, completely drenched with blood nail? Because it's been, like, yeah, it's been, definitely. like, 15 minutes, right? Yeah, it's pretty badly soaked. In fact, you've probably bled another point of damage by now. And is there any blood in the hallway? Um, in this open hallway? No. 
So I say to Croak, when did you cut your finger? I told you I was trying to open this 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 uh, this thing I found when I was searching through here, but it, and the guillotine came down, chopped my finger off, but I I couldn't get it. You came straight back up. Uh, I spent some time searching and thinking, and then yeah, I came back up to find y'all. You handle pain very well. Thank you. I I try. You know, you, occasionally you get traps and hunting, and you know, accidents happen. I, I've had some experience with this in my past. Well, if we come across any more precarious holes, I'll make sure you go first. I can't afford to lose any fingers. Can I bandage his finger? Yes. Do you have bandages? That's a great question. Let me see. Oh, I don't have it on my character. I definitely don't have it on my character sheet. I'll have to buy him sometime. I'll just cast Cure Light Wounds on him to stop the bleeding. Okay. The bleeding stops and the flesh knits over a little bit. It won't be infected now, but uh, it'll be a little ways. I shine the uh, some uh, HP from that cure light wounds. Yeah, you. Or does it all go to knitting the finger? Um, no, you can gain some HP from it too. All right. I crouch down and shine the um, shine the the stuff down the hallway. Five HP. Thank you. You took damage during the fight, right, Croak? I was damaged during the fight. Okay. Uh, the hallway is two and a half feet wide, six feet tall, made of dirt, and aside from the light from your your staff it's pretty dark in there but the staff does provide a lot of light i guess it's hold out in front of me and sort of you know tap it against the walls and start walking forward down the corridor you go down the short corridor and come into an eight by eight room eight by eight by six um you see an opened chest and some bags lying around as well as a few other implements of destruction and dismemberment did you leave the lock Croak, is the, is the lock still on the ground, or did you take it? Uh, I didn't take the lock, no. It, I left everything except the gems, and yeah, I just took the, the gems and the, and the coin. So I pick up the lock nail, mm-hmm. and I close it, and then I pull the key out that I took off Silfrey's body and try and open it. Opens like a charm. Damn it. Because um... this wasn't for his house after all. I, like, uh, pocket the, the lock and the key, I suppose. Might as well keep hold of a lock and key if I can get it. I think Van is following behind him, and when he notices, like, the lock on the ground, and, uh, like, Croak had a ton of blood on his jacket, and he notices the lock is still sitting on the ground. I think he's starting to piece two and two together. He wants to, like, open the chest and look inside. The chest is it's already open, lying open. open. Right? chest was yeah. open, yeah. Oh, it's already There's open. It. Yeah. Okay. Does it look like... Does it look like anything was recently disturbed? Like, sometimes when you move something from a spot, there's dust all around it, but not under it. Under where it was sitting before. Would there be any like, clear indication something was pulled out of that chest? I mean, everything kind of looks like it's been recently disturbed. There are some areas where there's a little bit more dust, and there's areas where there aren't as much. So, yeah, it looks like there has been recent disturbances in this room. Okay, I think I think Van kind of whispers to Malachi, I don't believe Croak is being 100% honest with us. Are you sure you think it's Croak and not Silfrey? Yeah, yeah, I say you just fought a wizard that's obviously trading in halfling's feet. I say, um, whose key opens this lock? I, yeah, I was. The reason I'm a little bit suspicious is because of like all the bleed. I I don't want to make a check because my stats are OP. No, I I say it looks like maybe Silfrey and his friend here were uh, trying to make a run for it and leave behind this whole operation. Is that cart still up there? Maybe there's whatever was in this chest is on that cart. That's a good point. I hadn't considered that. Maybe this is where they were keeping their halfling's feet until it was time to go. This would seem a very secure place to keep something so illegal. Hmm. 
Yeah, there's a lot of... How many halflings did they bring out of that van? Dozen. Yeah, I, I said something close to a dozen. More than ten. You found four feet, Croak? Yeah, they were four feet in the in the in the cot up there, and then I walk over to the bags and kind of kick around and like give a, a gasp and be like, I I th- I think I found some more guys, and I like show like these skeletal remains of children's feet. Yeah, so can I can I know that these are children's feet and not halfling snails? Do you want me to make me another? Yeah, give me an intel check. I'll make this one, I guess. Pass. Okay. Ha! Huh. These look like uh, Pass. human children. These really? Worse My than... god, they're doing halflings and children? These were some evil men, Van. I guess they were trying to pass off the children's feet as halflings. Well, that Reggie. Probably a good job we handed him over after all. Indeed. So I give one last look around, Neil. Is, the, is it just dirt walls? Is the, there's no way there's like another secret passageway here. You don't see any way for there to be another secret passage. There's no like furniture or anything like that in here Mm-mm. like kick around some of the food that's on the ground and like kick the chest well let's go back and check the cart maybe there was some more stuff on there we should probably tell the sheriff about this sure you guys head back out to the cart and start poking around in there yeah. um, it becomes pretty obvious pretty quick that there's nothing else in the cart uh, you guys have ransacked it. You pull everything apart inside. Um, no, it's you've got everything that there is to get. Well, I guess Croak's right. That's probably where they kept their halflings' feet, and then they took them out, and they were going to take them across the mountains. That's what that's what it seems like to me. It's a good thing we put a stop to this. Uh, these awful people couldn't yes. stand somebody selling halflings' feet. It's just morally bankrupt. Is the is Silfrey's corpse still around? Uh, no, it has been dragged off as well. Did he have like a staff or anything like that? Uh, yes, yes, he did. It's still That's leaning that. against the wagon. I guess I just go and pick it up and inspect it. Looks like an ordinary walking stick. <laughs> Loser, throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> have you? place the bag back on the top of your staff to keep it from shining, or you normally let it shine? During the day, it doesn't it, it doesn't attract too much attention, right? No, but if you walk into a shadowy area... Um, yeah, I think I, I think I cover it. Again, I, I, had it, I had it open just when we were down in the shaft, but I guess I close it up again now. Okay. I really wish there was a more... I resolved to find some weight so I don't have to keep covering it with a bag. I want to be able to turn it on and off. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Sounds like some spell research. Yeah, we'll think about that. Activation word or command word, whatever it is. Yeah, could I continue a light with, uh, you know, it's it's activatable. I would let you research a third level spell that is a continual light that can be turned on or off, but it would be third level. Yeah, well, eh, one for the future, eh? I not, note it down in the end of the spell book. <laughs> I'll come back to this one in seven years. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Wizards can research new spells. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think clerics can too. Can we? I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote can me on I? that one. Can I, I don't think so. Spell? <laughs> I don't think they can. <laughs> Maybe they can though. Who knows? Well, shall we? Should we head back? Maybe we can speak to the sheriff in the morning. I could really do with a shower or a sorry, a bath. 
Croak, you done here? Sorry. Uh, I think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm done here. Uh, I was just hoping to to make sure that we wrapped up everything we can this uh, investigation area. Uh, let's get back to town. Okay. Yes. Yes. We must be off to Redport soon. You guys make your way back to Anvil. It's another hour and change out. Uh, it's approaching late afternoon by the time you arrive. Anvil is uh, a nice, quiet town for the time being. You walk through the Halfling Hills, which are uh, in between the the village you're at and the heart of Anvil. Um, how do you guys feel when you're walking through this Halfling section of town after having just uncovered horrible, horrible things? I look at the dollar signs in Croak's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling at them all like, you're welcome. <laughs> it's Ed and Nettie, his eyes turn to the slot machines, you get sucker coming out. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel too um, too bad about it. You know, I, if anything, we did something to help these people, so. Cool. I think Van is a little bit shaken, but he's seen a lot of death in, like, working as a cleric. He's, you know, he's, he's seen a lot of medical work and he's seen a lot of people die and he, he's able to shrug it off. The, he's a little bit disturbed mostly about just mass murder for black market deals. Yeah, I didn't go down there, so I don't have the whole PTSD that these two probably have. Yeah, alright. So you get back to the Featherfall Inn in Anvil. Um, barkeep, or the innkeeper's still there. He gives you a broad smile and goes, Oh, good to see you guys back. Uh, you staying another night? I will be. Yes, I think so. Fantastic. Fun, Croak? Uh, yes, could, yes, I, I would be night. sleeping like a stone tonight. Is it still light out? Yeah, not for much longer, but it's still light. Okay, we should probably, re or, yeah, I say we, we should probably reserve rooms and then go look for passage on a ship. One that will hopefully not capsize on us this time. Oh, late afternoon? Um, <laughs> yeah. Perhaps we should go to the docks in the morning, Van. Well. I have some things I want to look into. Fair enough. Um, would you all chip out two silver each for your two nights and the food there? Yes. Uh, this is a, a poor quality uh, inn, spend... and the food is equally poor. It's like porridge with an egg. So I'm going to spend eight silver, two for the, the rooms, and then the rest for Croak's food. Okay, so Croak eats well. Yeah. I, 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 mean... I go up to the... Uh, sorry, go on, Oh, no, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't... Yeah, all right, I go, I go up to the innkeeper. Um... I say, innkeeper, could you perhaps bring my food to my room? And could you provide me with a lantern? I believe this will be a long uh, night. Well, I don't have a lantern, but I can get you some candles. Yes, I suppose that will do fine. Sure thing. Uh, I'll, I'll be in you. my room. He brings you candles and food there. Uh, you get like a nice fat pillar candle that will burn slowly. All right, I put it, you know, I set the desk up uh, next mm -hmm. to the, is there a window in the room? Yeah. I open the window and set the candle on the desk next to the window and sit down. Get back up, take the lock out of my door, and can I lock the, the door with the lock? Mm, there's not a spot to affix the lock to the door. Yeah, okay, never mind then. Yeah. I just leave that closed. And then I take out Silfree's spellbook and just sort of spend the night flipping through that. Okay. Um, I think we'd said last time you can use one read magic spell and if you just like skip through the book really quickly rather than reading the entire pages you can probably get the you can get the names of all the spells 
in the book. So I'll need two read magic spells tomorrow. One to get the names of the spells, and then two the second to start beginning to learn sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I spend the night doing that. Then I look through it. I think about what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. And I go to sleep eventually. Cool. Um, Van and Croak, anything in particular you would like to do? Nope. I think. Uh, eat really, really well and go to bed and figure out if I can throw my darts with a missing finger. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> is there any rule as written that says you cannot throw darts with a missing finger? There is not. And it's not like his entire Ouch. finger is missing. It's just, you yeah. know, the last two joints. Yeah. That's that's where two inches would be on my finger. So we're talking about like that much finger. Oh my god. What? Well, that's two inches. You can throw darts with your middle and thumb. I was approximating it got cut off at the at the knuckle. On throwing darts and shooting a bow, and it looks like it's going to be a lot more realistic that I shoot a short bow, because you kind of grip it with these two fingers anyway. Yeah. When you pull back. Actually, in in England, uh, so rather than like giving the finger like that, we do two fingers like this, and uh, that's because like. English longbowmen, uh, if they were captured, they'd have those fingers cut off so they couldn't uh, use their longbows anymore. So they'd go like that to the opposing army to be like, we, you know, we can still fire our longbows. Ah. So I guess maybe it is kind of integral to using a longbow. There's also different types of draw, though. That's for longbows. There's also thumb draws that you see a lot for short bows and hunting bows. Yeah. It was. I was looking at hunting bows because Croak's a hunter, right? So he would know how to use a, a hunting bow or a short bow. And I was I was seeing a lot of draws with these with these two fingers kind of holding it and these two balancing the string. So I think like a proficient like really good medieval hunter could probably draw this way a lot better than you could hold one of those big missiles and not have some kind of disadvantage to no longer having this part of his finger. Yeah. yeah. So I think Croak might invest in a short bow and some arrows. Okay. Sounds reasonable. Cool. Cool. Um, so the evening passes. Uh, fairly uneventfully. And why don't we take our break a little bit early and come back and deal with the next day on the other side of our break. See you guys soon. Bye-bye. Au revoir.